Hello. You just didn't even let me get to a point where That's I can right. edit out the rolling. No. Right. We gotta keep it in. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to oh, Lights Jesus. Camera Comics. I am your host, Chase Gallion, coming in with these fastballs with news. And so my much news. The catcher to my pitcher. Oh. The lovely co-host, <laughs> Joseph Gallion. Hi. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. Um, I don't. Hey, it's a baseball hmm. reference, dude. All right. Yeah. Okay. But guys, hope you had a wonderful week so far. We're going to jump right into these news. Oh, um, the we'll start news. at uh, good old Star Wars. Star um, Wars. Star Wars. Apparently, so it's a rumor going around okay. that Daisy Ridley is going to have a supporting role rather than a lead role in this um, new film. I'm kind of disappointed I, if that's the fact. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. It definitely feels like something they should... Uh, kind of roll on with a lead role for her to get her a little bit of redemption. I agree. Um, let's see. Uh, Dave Filoni says that Ahsoka uh, could be seen as a Rebel Season 5. Yeah, someone brought it up. They were like, hey, this would be cool in a in an interesting way. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that is interesting. That is very interesting. And You're basically, interesting. yeah, said no, yes, no, maybe situation, um, any of that. Uh, let's see. Dave is also credited as the sole writer on the Ahsoka series, all the all the episodes. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I don't mind that. Actually, yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those I things. Mean, it's like on and off. I will say, I watched a little bit of Clone Wars on uh, Star Wars Day here, May the fourth. May the fourth be with you, by right? The way. Yeah, and I watched uh, the original Star Wars on the Revenge of the Fifth. Okay. <sighs> All right. Otherwise known as <laughs> great, right? the famous holiday Cinco de Mayo. But okay, no, 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 no. I think one thing is more <laughs> culturally uh, important than the other. You're right. Revenge of the Fifth. Of exactly. Course. You know, uh, hmm. sorry. Um, that's for Twitter. Don't cancel me. I'm sorry. Um, no, uh, but I watched, rewatched a little bit of Clone Wars, and it was a lot of like the uh, Siege on. Uh, Mandalore stuff that was going on with yeah. with Maul and Savage and all of them. And it I was like it's hokey because mm-hmm. it's a kid's show a little bit. Like it's just like some of the the dialogue I'm like all right, it's a bit cheesy, but then I was like it's a kid's show. And it's kind of great. And then yeah. yeah, John Favreau's animated character gets decapitated. It's effing nuts. Hmm. And uh good. Yeah. Because like it was really fun. So I mean, hey, We'll see how it goes. I'm 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 excited for Ahsoka. I just right. hope it's not more like. I think Dave Filoni projects have recently gotten into a uh, uh, a habit of being like, it's Glubalub from random TV show. Yeah, clap. Don't and, you love him? And it's like you know a lot of his stuff has been very good. Where it's been like original characters. Yeah, like Rebels. Rebels is great, and that's mm-hmm. a Dave Filoni show, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um. And all of that is, like, I love Kanan, I love Ezra, all the characters that showed up in that, Hera, awesome people. And you get really into it. And so it's like, I don't know, I hope Ahsoka leans more into that. It looks like a continuation of Rebels yeah, um, with a lot of the characters. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Gotcha. Um, So, yeah, we we definitely have Dave in there. Um, Taika Waititi's movie for Star Wars set to film in 2024. Let's freaking go. Yo, Hopefully dude. the story serves his directorial and writing style. I'm hoping um, it's so different. So <laughs> like I just I want it to be very Taika. 
I'm very excited. This year we're getting uh, Next Goal Wins, the new mm-hmm. Taika movie about soccer, and I am hyped as frick about that. Yeah. Taika is one of my favorite writer-directors. I will 100% admit Love and Thunder wasn't very good. Um, but yeah. Ragnarok goes hard, and Jojo Rabbit's one of my favorite movies ever made. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I, 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 think, it, I, think, it has, I think it has legs. I think it does. I'm going to say As long as it fits his stuff and he's not, I don't, I don't want to say full Taika, but like mm-hmm. he needs to draw it back a little bit on some Take of that. Take it back. Dial it back. On also, some. my iPad uh, auto-corrected to Tanka, so that is Tanka also what very funny. Yeah. Uh, it got the last name, funny enough. Uh, it got Watiti? Right. Yeah. All right. Sure, um, bro. Whatever. <laughs> Felicity Jones says her character is not in Andor Season 2, uh, but hopes to make a comeback as Jenner so at some point. Uh, she's very dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very gone. They're um, all technically very dead. Th- well, yeah, but also it makes sense that it's not um, that she's not going to be in the movie because, you know, they meet in the movie. Yeah. And they said the last three episodes are going to be three episodes or like going to be like three days before Rogue One. Mm. So, I, yeah, of she's course just going to make a in. cameo. She just walks in the, in back. the background. She's getting a latte. She's yeah. getting a nice latte and extra yeah. foam. Extra Java the Hut foam, please. Java the Hut? Java the Scut. Did you just say Java the Hut? That's the funniest thing I've ever heard It's in always my good life. when it's unintentional. <laughs> Java the Hut? Uh, Java the Bucks. Anyway, um, let's but, go. Yeah, so uh, season two of Visions has been released, and here's our rankings of the episodes one through nine. Joseph, you start. Uh, um, uh, episode one through nine. Uh, the best one's episode five. The second best is episode eight, Last Jedi. I'm getting canceled on Twitter. Um, and then episode six. That's my top three. Where do I have to do all of them? Um, I'll no, open my letterbox. Just the episodes of season two of Star Wars Visions. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I really wanted to see because I knew you didn't watch it, and I didn't watch it, so I really wanted to see your reaction. Can I be honest? Yeah, I forgot it came out. Me too. I and I feel bad. Um, you I know, don't. Maybe if we don't have a, a topic for next week, maybe we can That's do Star true. Wars Visions season two. I'll, I'll watch season one beforehand. I mean, a lot of it is like shorts. Yeah. Um, the only one I was like super like over the moon, like the, the reason I was going to watch this season is the, because the studio that did Wallace and Gromit did a short film Uh, that was, or like an episode that was, um, stop Stop motion. motion. Yeah. I Mm. love stop motion clay. Yeah. So, I mean, Hey, if it's good, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm here for it. Um, but that kind of brings us down to the, uh, the end of the star Wars news there. That was fast. If you guys want to watch, uh, star or star Wars visions, definitely give it a go. I've heard it's good. Um, it's fairly solid. So yeah, solid season two. You've got a long binge ahead of you. Uh, probably a couple afternoons if you really try hard, but that's up to you all. So moving on. Marvel. That was, that was, we, we should move in today. We are moving. We that's are not even 10 minutes under into the 10, boy. We love to see it all. We're just prepping for the massive cluster mesh that is going to be, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about time. guardians for a lot. So we're trying to peel through the news today. That's right. Absolutely skirt. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, Marvel. So James Gunn recently, with all the Guardians stuff, he's doing press and all this yep, other yep, stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Recently, I think we said last week, uh, we talked about this. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all about, hurry, we got to go through it. we got to go um, through. So <laughs> <laughs> last week we talked about James Gunn was asked if a DC Marvel crossover was even 
possible? And he said, yes. of course it's possible. Absolutely. Why not? Um, didn't really give any other thing. And I think fans probably just took it away and they said, immediately, a, right now, right now. And he said, issue so James Gunn yeah. did come out and clarify. I don't know if this was Twitter or in another interview. He did say um, he reiterated that the crossover would most likely be like 10 plus years down the road. They both need to. Marvel, of course, has their characters, but they need to build back up to like a class A tier like something capable of taking on um, Superman and and the likes of everyone else on the DC side. And on the DC side, everybody needs to kind of, you know, build themselves up as well. So it's definitely not happening for another 10 plus years. Good. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's not, um, it's not great. Uh, Let's see. Oh, uh, Kevin Feige calls Dave Bautista one of the best actors we've gotten to work with in the Marvel cinematic universe. Funny. Yeah. Because you did work with Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Can I be honest with you? Scarlett Johansson. I want to say something strong right now. Here it comes. All right. Dave Bautista gives a better performance in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 than Robert Downey Jr. has ever given in the MCU. I'm going to let you sit with that one. I'm not going to confirm or deny if I actually mean that. You know I what? I just want to see what you think about what that statement is. We might get to it in a separate segment. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I wonder if Joe actually means what he says. So we'll he find does. out. We're going to poke the bear. I'm poking the Marvel bear because James Gunn makes good movies. God dang it. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Peter is back, baby. Mm-hmm. Rob Delaney will repri- reprise his role as X-Force member Peter slash, I think it was Sugar Bear. Um, Sugar Bear. So, yeah, that's, of that course, That made me very fun. happy when they were like, yeah, he's going to be in Zephyr Yeah, he's going to be back. I was like, like God bless you. There we if go. I could turn back time. Yeah. If I could find a way. Gotta, gotta love Cher. i take back all the words that like would a, hurt you. Sing it out. I'm going to drink this monster slowly. And you'd stay. If I could reach the stars. All right, we only get 15 seconds. Okay. Um, so, the, uh, Margot Robbie has been rumored to have the role of Sue Storm. She's been yeah, offered. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we talked about it a little bit ago. It just great. came back up in yes. the thing. Yes, it, it seems. It. it seems like we're settling on Adam Driver and Margot Robbie. From, at yeah. least from the rumors. Right. And I gotta admit. It's pretty good casting. It's pretty good casting. I don't hate it like we talked about. I, a, a I really like Adam ago. Driver. I'm I'm not super wicked on uh, Adam. Adam Driver. Yeah. So mm. we'll we'll see how he does. I'm I'm optimistic. I think he can I do a good job. Your optimism, sir. Yeah. Um. But let's see. Uh, critics call the High Evolutionary the easiest MCU villain to hate. Yeah. Um, do you think it's from the animal cruelty? That's like. I also think it's because. Chua just wild. amazing performance no, as he, well. He, he did he's amazing. The best, dude. Uh, like my favorite thing is when actors get so angry that they start spitting. Yes. Like that's and there is so much spitting in this movie. Well, see, and, and not solely from the high evolutionary. That's true. Yeah. There's uh Chris Pratt's got some spit. Yeah. Um there is and you, you can see some of that spit it's in the trailer. In the trailer <gasps> when he's screaming. Yeah, and there you just see like, the, you see the, the you see the line. venom yeah, lines. Dude, You're like and it's shaking. Oh. It's like, oh Chris Pratt, he's an actor, bro. <laughs> dude, can I tell you how happy I am? All right, I'm All right, only, you gotta save mm, it. You gotta save it. All right. Um <clears throat> we'll get through it. We'll get through it. I will say. Speaking of that, yes, high evolutionary, yes. great villain. Uh, Chuuk did an amazing job, yeah, and um, you can tell he's a theater actor. 
beforehand. Oh, for sure. uh, yeah. I loved him in Peacemaker, and he was perfect in this movie. Yeah. So yes, and I hated his guts. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. we'll get more into that later oh, in the episode. So Spider Verse is Spider-verse. confirmed to have a runtime of two hours and twenty minutes. Uh. I am you all are over the place. Burpee today. There's, what is this monster that I you think, are drinking right now? Um, sponsor, shout sponsor. out. Hey, um, sponsor us. Ultra Paradise. Ultra uh, Paradise. Or as those uh, who are culturally yes. culturally Cultural aware appropriation. Right. Yes. Uh, the the light green one. Ah, yes. Which of course I don't think anyone knows them by the flavors. I think everyone knows them by the colors. Oh, Oh, one hundred. You're like the white one, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, the white one is always like, oh yeah, the boomer monster. Yeah, take, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take take context out of this, and it completely changes. Whoa. Yeah, the white one. I really love the black and green one. It's like, okay, all right, child, child. That dude. I will say, if you see anybody that is like over thirty drinking a monster, it's going to be the white one. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. That's I call it boomer monster. Mm, yeah. And you know what? I accept it. It's the only one I drink. You know what? I know what Just I prepping. am. I know what I am. I'm ready. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's gonna have an, a runtime of two hour and twenty minutes long. Love um, it. Yeah, if it if it is and it does come Let's out as two twenty, go. It's gonna be the longest animated feature to be put out. Really? Yeah. Is that is that serious? Yeah. Um, as far as the uh, news outlet that I got it from, at least uh, again, Jeez. we could be wrong, but that is pretty spectacular. For, I uh, I'm okay with be that. a bit of a spectacular. A couple of bevies with the boys. <laughs> bevies with the boys. Um, we filmed this on a very cold day. <laughs> Watch on so, Let's see. Uh, Sam addresses that if. This is oh okay sorry I wrote my notes in like scattered mm-hmm. things so Samuel L. Jackson yeah Sammy uh, boy he was asked if this would be like his last like little thing is Nick yeah. Fury and he came out and he was like well you know I want to be in it I like I don't think this is the end I definitely think I'm going to be floating around a little bit more and not the main protagonist in things which also brought up the question of were you ever anything more than that mm. yeah. Like, he was a bit of an antagonist. He was a bit of a protagonist. But, like, he's always he's been that person. He's never been the main character. And he shouldn't be. Until San- uh, Secret Wars. I'm yeah. excited to see that. But also, I will say, people asking that question is kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. We've seen him in the trailer for the Marvels. Yeah. So, t- use your eyes. Are you going to be in anything else? I mean, I mean, maybe. Have you? And he can't say anything because he's under contract. And he's like, well, he's you like, know. Um, uh, uh, possibly. We'll see. Uh, well, float. Uh, uh, maybe I, float. I, float I, I I'd everywhere. be floating sometimes. I'm like a cloud. We do be floating or a fart. Okay, we float. Um, so the secret invasions episode are going to be an hour long each. Fourth. Yeah, let's go. So settle in, get prepared. I'm I'm excited, man. I don't know why I was like, oh, geez, an hour long, and I'm like, oh, like most TV shows. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not really different from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Those were yeah, about 45. Those those to an those hour. were roughly an hour long. Yeah. Uh, some episodes of Mandalorian. Mandalorian's weird because some of them would be like an hour long, and then other ones would be like 22 minutes. And it's yeah. like, what? Okay, I don't get that at all. And then you had the the Last of Us, where the first episode's an hour and a half long. I'm with that. I was down. I, like as long as you do it, like either at the beginning or the end. Yeah, 
um, especially for streaming, because mm-hmm. I can understand it if you're like The Flash. Oh, yeah. And you have yeah, a mid-season yeah. like crossover thing, and you're like, this is going to take place over four different shows. And you're like, uh, okay, well, I mean, they're dealing with seven I shows. I can't wait to watch none of it. Yeah. I can't wait to look at it and go, cool, and go away. Oh, that's a cool. I can't wait to watch a YouTube compilation of the cameos. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's how I it I want to see Brandon Routh as a really old Superman. That's oh, those cool. are, he does have a, that. Okay. That's one of the best Superman suits that we've gotten. Yeah. Um, I will say that. That well, Kingdom Come suit is great. It basically had the uh, Superman Returns feel to it with, yep. the, with the updated yeah. logo. And I was yeah. like, okay. Right. Also, Brandon Routh was a good Superman. The really wide. He just didn't have great writing in yeah, Superman Returns. I think the issue was he just didn't have wide enough of a cut for yeah. his neck. Mm-hmm. You know, he just has a really wide neck. So in that Kingdom Come, they really let his neck express itself. Yep. Pop in that neck. Big old dude. neck. So Big either neck. let the no- neck show or give him a collar. Like, you either got to cover it up or let it I flaunt. I really you know? don't like the Superman collar. Like, the like the weird turtlenecky kind of, like, collar. Like and the a, dips in the front. Ever so slight V thing. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm a fan of... I like the new 52 suit. Okay, but that's With my no thing. With the no trunks. But I love the trunks. I like, I like both. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm not mad at the new 52. Like I do, I am a fan of the. Oh, it's just a cloth, and you know he's yeah. wearing trunks. Yeah, but it, um, it does have to have some kind of like armorized feel to it for I, me. I it depends. It depends on what the backstory is. Because if they're like, yeah, my mom made it for me, then I'm like, absolutely. But if it's Kryptonian, then that's the, you don't like mom made it for me. No, because then it just doesn't explain like how'd she make it. Sewing. How does it not rip and fall off all the time? Because Superman. Actually, that right. is a thing in the comics. I know, but it's like... They haven't explained that in the movies, but in some comics they explain stuff where it's like things that are like connected to Superman have a small level of invulnerability as well. Well, then it's like, why don't you just touch everybody? Huh? You know? Like if somebody's like, oh, we're going down in a burning building. Oh, that's like, what you meant by that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just Superman was is a, a little is a, a predator. Little <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the best. Maybe in a Zack Snyder movie. Um, guys, my movies are going to be so interesting uh, and dark. It's, uh, there was a lot of stuff that I saw that he was saying, and I was just like, let's leave that. Zack it's Snyder talks a lot of, he, he, he runs his mouth pretty it's, hard. It's too much smack. Um, he, he talks a lot about what, like, he's like, this is what my movie would have been. And I'm like, uh, props to everybody who likes those movies. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad it's over because yeah. I want to see Superman that I saw on the comic page right. on, in real life, not weird Kryptonian Amazons and Batman banging Lois Lane and having a kid like, stop, stop yeah. that. So Please stop that. Um, so just to give you guys a little insider on the film life oh my situation. God. Insider information. Insider information. We're talking about the writer's strike. Yep. So mm. the Writers Guilds of America is currently on strike for not getting fair pay and wage. Um, good. Good. IATSE, good, good. Take a look. Good. good. Take notes. Yeah. Um, so uh, people actually striking instead Chris said of the thing. Uh, settling. So I just called you Chris. I apologize. That's fine. That's fine. Chase said it's the okay. thing. I'm sure Chris says I'm it getting too. kicked off the podcast. Um, this said, is the last uh, episode. Jo- Joseph, leave. <laughs> said, I'm going to have to ask you to step away. Um, I'll be back on Sunday with someone else and we're going to record in the closet. <laughs> You're going to be in my closet. <laughs> yeah. Chris gonna is going to be here. Yeah, Chris will just be hanging out. 
it, we'll both be wondering how we got him on the chair, and uh, yeah, it'll be crazy. Perfect. Um, so yeah, currently they're on strike, but it is kind of interfering with shows across the entire industry. Oh, absolutely. Um, and currently, uh, where they are doing this, one of the strikes in California is uh, extremely close to the Wonder Man set, mm-hmm. and with screaming, shouting, uh, incessantly, nonstop to try to get what they need and want. Um, it could possibly delay Wonder Man's production. Um, Interesting. Yes. So definitely, like a, it's just one of the consequences of not giving the people the money they need. Um, so take that, Hollywood. Um, <laughs> yeah, suck eggs. Suck it. Uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I was. I'm gonna give more detailed numbers later on. But if you just want kind of how they did opening opening day, opening night. Um, so. On Thursday, it opens with $17.5 million. And that's talking about Guardians? Guardians. So that's basically just, essentially think about it. It's a pretty long movie. It's a two and a half hour movie, so they get two showings at a theater. Well, you know, two slots, essentially, where they want to show that movie. Um, And it's already opening up with $17.5 million. Um, And just to kind of cross-reference that with um, the original two, uh, so you have volume one at eleven point two million, and then volume two is sitting at seventeen million. So it's doing better on a track record. How does that deal with inflation? No idea. Don't ask. And, Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's doing on Don't par care, for the ask. other films, um, and that's very nice. And I looked like it up it. because I wanted to have it here. So literally, so we're recording this on Sundays. Sundays are her record day, um, and so this isn't even counting the money it's going to make today. Yeah, but from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. it has made worldwide two hundred and eighty-two million dollars. Word, which is already more because the budget was two fifty. Yeah. Um, god dang. And we can, and essentially, the rule that you can play with these movies is that if it has, if they're saying it has a two hundred fifty million dollar budget, yeah. you can usually expect them to spend the exact same amount approximately for marketing marketing and all that fun stuff absolutely because we all know that marketing can make the difference i.e treasure planet um oh so yeah um yeah i mean it's definitely gonna make its money if you want a recent one shazam yeah there was no marketing for that movie the only thing that i ever saw was stuff on hbo max and it was for the um injustice game that was it i was like oh (laughs) word all right Cool, Warner Brothers. You know where Shazam dies in the first one because mm-hmm. he gets his face lasered in, which yeah, is like so explain stupid. that, explain that. Ugh. Anyway, um, no, but I will say like so like already it's in these first few days of being out. Yeah, two official days in the preview day. Yeah, it's already made its budget back. Yeah, where she's back, baby. James Gunn. James Gunn. James. 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 Hi. James. Hi, James. <laughs> James. Oh, oh, you're doing Auntie Donna. I'm doing um, my bit from last year. There we last go. week, I mean. <laughs> That's cool. We've been going for so long. It's already a year. It's already a year. Who would have thought in six episodes we did a full year? That's right. Um, so a little little nudge up on Loki here. Uh, so it has a rumored potential premiere date of October. Um, Oof. Yeah, so it's it's definitely coming up. But yeah. it's going to be a few more months. I'm okay with this. I'm fine. I'm, I'm not going to lie because, like, we were supposed to get, we were supposed to get Secret Wars, Loki, What If Season 2, and Echo mm-hmm. all this year. Yeah. I'm okay with them slowing down 
Yeah. And cutting half of those. Like, yeah. as long as we get, as long as we get Daredevil on time. Yeah, that's. I need Daredevil. Like, please. I think everyone is, I don't know. They just, they do need to focus on getting out Daredevil on time. Like, I understand yeah. the importance of putting Echo out. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's a very, like different thing that they're putting that they're trying to do for inclusivity and to make sure that everyone is represented but um everyone i think including the deaf community want to see daredevil come in yeah well and it's like uh, dude I, I, I one small thing about the daredevil show is uh i hope they reveal his new costume soon like an actual press release like reveal of the costume because I'm a little tired of seeing leaked pictures all the time and people being like, it looks like garbage. And then it's like, as soon as you see it on picture, then it's fine. It's like, it's, we do this song and dance all the time. No. I miss whenever they did reveals of what they're going to look like. Because, like, I mean, they were doing that from, like, Iron Man forward. Yeah. Until, like, roughly around the second Avengers, they kind of, like, slowly stopped doing that. Well, even I miss it. Like, I think it's just because of the sheer amount of characters that they're having to yeah. put out. But also, like, if you think about it, for your big people who are making you a lot of money, why not do it? And also, like, You're... think back to before we got any trailer footage or anything from the Batman. And we got that mm-hmm. one little teaser that literally gave the entire theme, tone, like, cinematic, cinematography-esque thing going on with the red lights, the, the bat suit being dimly lit. Like, mm-hmm. it was... It was really cool to see, yeah. and we were able to see that before anything else, which got people even more hyped for it. I agree. the The reveal with the Batman was incredible. Yeah, because like, well, that was right before they even started filming. Yeah, and they did the same thing with the Batmobile and everything. And I was like, I, it made me very excited for the movie because I was like, all right, I get how we're supposed to see this thing now. Yeah, and then later, like the motorcycle thing and all that stuff. Like we right. saw set photos and all that jazz of the. Of the actual costume, yeah, and then I was like, no, but I, I know, yeah, how it's we already know what it's going to look like, yeah, and it's great. Oh yeah, so like I think more of that would be nice. I also think it's really funny that that picture, those were the pictures that we first saw like on set at yeah. all of Batman, and then it ended up being the last, like the last scene of the seconds movie. of the yep. film. Yeah, it's like oh. <laughs> I guess people freaked out for nothing. Yeah, um, because like they they had like the screen on his eyes because he yeah. was a motorcycle helmet, right? And and they didn't want crap in his eyes. Just good for safety. Stunt man, jeez but, Louise, mm. it, it's so far off the distance you can't even tell. It's not Rob Bat Bat and Bat. He should just be taking it in the eyes, you know, bugs and all. Like, let's go. You know, it's very just just just, just suffer. Him, yeah, suffer. He gets paid a lot of money. Hey, I don't see why not. Stuntmen are just here to walk on. Yeah. Yeah, just walk on him. Break his back, i.e. Jackie Chan. Suffer, 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 yeah. suffer. Um, but <laughs> we'll move on from that. Um, so Blade shuts down pre-production you. due to the writer's strike. This movie's cursed. It is cursed. Um, and that, But it makes sense, though. Like, if literally pre-production is for writing. Yeah. So it's like, of course. I mean, I, and, and I'm really hoping... I talked to one of my friends in the industry. Uh, he's a grip slash gaffer who works on a lot of things. Um, not Bennett before okay. you ask, cause I knew that's what you were thinking. Uh, but he's very much not optimistic. The friend I talked to about it because he's like, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think whatever. And now I'm out of a job and I get that. Is he working on blade? No, just like, Oh, just the writer. Everything's shutting down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, it, and to be fair, a lot of productions have shut down already. Yeah. 
because of fear of the strike. Like, oh, it might happen. Yeah. So let's just not start, which is stupid, but whatever. Um, and, like, Deadpool 3 is moving forward because the script was already done. Yeah. But, like, Ryan Reynolds can't rewrite the script on set. So can we get around that way by saying it's improv? I don't know what the rules on this are. And I don't know if anyone does. Are there loopholes? Are there way around it? Yeah. And should there be? Well, that's another question. I guess it also depends. Is Ryan a member of the Writers Guild? I would assume, but and maybe you not. can you can choose whether or not to. I think it's more of like a as a writer. I don't think he's allowed to. Right. Because that's that's what I think it's under the writers. I'm, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Right. Um. But like a lot of this is is very scary territory because we. I mean, like, what, we had a writer strike back in, like, 2008. Yeah, it was um, 155 days. Yeah. Yeah, so half a year. And we're only on day four right now. Yeah. Um, I think we're five now. But, like, and that affected things for a long time. Yeah. I mean, Quantum of Solace happened, mm-hmm. and Daniel Craig had to help write. Daniel yeah. Craig isn't a writer. He's an actor. He's a great actor. He's not a writer, though. Right. And you can tell. Um, the second Transformers movie happened. There were so many things that happened during the writer's strike that it's literally, if you look up the dates and it's like 2008, 2009, it's like, yeah, makes sense. Right. And in all of that stuff hit at such a bad time, but yeah, eventually writers, some of their needs were met. And I think, I think there's going to be some compromises like there always is, but I'm not even going to lie. I'm in full support of this. And this yeah. isn't me trying to kiss up to writers because I want to be one professionally. This is me actually like a lot of what they're asking for are like protection against AIs writing scripts. Yeah. Which is like not even getting into the AI debate. Like right. that's insane Yeah, to do something like that because like right now studios are talking like, yeah, we'll just keep writing scripts. We'll get AIs to write the scripts and then we'll get actual writers after the strike is over to punch them up. What? Yeah, it, I don't know, and, it, and it's and it's clear that it's like a lot of these people that are producing movies, which we would not get movies without, and I will one hundred percent say that. But there, a lot of them are very disconnected from the actual creatives that make the movies. You know, we right. would not have a movie like Guardians of the Galaxy three without that human connection that James Gunn brought to every single character. Yeah. We wouldn't have that for. Um, Almost any movie, like any of your favorite movies that have come out in the last bit, Baby Driver wouldn't be the same if an AI wrote it instead of Edgar Wright. Right. Like all of these crazy things. And and, and so this is like, and this is such a big thing for me right now. Like I mm-hmm. hope all of it goes well, through. It's, it's okay. I'm glad you're saying this because we're about to rip on them in the scheduled fun. So. Oh yeah? Yeah. Well, so. Who are we ripping on? The writers. Good. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. Why not? Um <laughs> Let me play the writers. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm play myself. Um, no, because, like, genuinely, this is, like, actually, like, before we get into the jokes and whatever, and mm-hmm. we, comedy is a free ground that we can say whatever we want. Frick it. Um, as long as it's funny. <laughs> um, but, like, this is an actual serious moment in creativity um, as a business that this is, like, super important. Without writers, movies don't happen. Yeah. At least not good movies, because we, and we've seen this. 
so many times. And it's rare that movies that improv are good. Like there's only rare exceptions that like movies that don't have a full script that have to improv through it actually work. Usually it's just because the actors are that talented and the director is that good. The original Iron Man is the first thing that comes to mind. It's, it's an incredible film and arguably better than the second movie, which had a finished script, but the second movie was a bad script that was also written partially during the writer's strike. So you know what I mean? Like it's such a double edged sword that it's like writers are super important and the talented ones. You can tell like, like with James Gunn, right? Yeah. I I hate to harp on, on him, but like, I mean, he's very much in the, in my mind right now. Um, As a writer, like a lot of what he brings to the table is very, very good. And you know, he's written stuff that other people have directed, whether it be like accepted and and, like received well Mm. or not, because like he wrote, I think all the episodes for peacemaker and I think all those episodes were great. He also wrote the original Scooby-Doo's, which are a bit of a mixed bag. Um, but I still love them, but like, you know, the, those scripts can be taken and moved into different directions, but without that initial foundation, without that base, the movie just doesn't get made. And you can argue about, like, good and bad writing because, like, it happens all the time with, like, I would I would argue Aquaman didn't have a very good script, but yeah. it's a fun enough movie. Right. Despite that. And you just have to kind of ignore some of the issues with the script because it's like, frick it, I'm having a good time. I'm watching Jason Momoa walk out a waterfall. God dang. That boy wet. That all right, rant over it. Let's uh, uh, let's move on. Yeah, uh, last bit of Marvel news. Uh, will Poulter says he wants to come back into the MCU as Adam Warlock. He will, um, and we will talk about a little later on about his role in the Absolutely. film. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, he will for sure. Uh, that's Marvel news. On to DC. Um, DC, DC, DC. Oh, I did put some Zach stuff in here. Fun. Oh boy, um, the Batman. Did you say is- fun? Fun. Yeah. Okay, I had to make sure you, I didn't have to edit that out. <laughs> no, I heard F you, and I was like, mm. so, hmm. Um, the Batman is the fourth most in-demand su- superhero franchise of 2023. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. He's a part of the big three, which is Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. So. Yeah, those are the three biggest superheroes of all time. So oh, yeah. More people know the symbol of Superman than the Christian cross, which is like... That's crazy. It's wild, but it's true. It's hmm. like okay, that was a step up your game, Christians. Right? Yeah, come uh, on, throw it, throw it at them. Crusade! <laughs> yeah, let's go. We're taking the Holy Land, boys. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so Zach addressed. Oh, okay, that's why I put it. Zach addressed how uh, Jared Leto's Joker killed Robin. You know that burnt and sooted suit. He said sooted. Oh, clearly he blew him up. Or I mean, it looks like he burned or squirt. That man didn't have anything planned for that. I. Okay. He wanted it look to look cool. He was like, "Oh I'm yeah, make a prediction, make it gray." G- Zack Snyder seems like a very nice guy. None of what we're about to say is an indictment on him as a person or his character. I think he's making so much of this up right now. Like, I think the Kryptonians and the yeah. Amazons thing. I don't think that was an actual plan. No, I, I don't think. I don't. I don't know if Martian Manhunter was originally even supposed to be in the movie like he claimed he was right. because like to the point where because he, he makes no sense yeah. to be in the movie because he just shows up for one scene. The guy doesn't make sense that it's this dude who never step, stepped in in the colossal end of the world things that have happened in the previous two movies yeah. and Suicide Squad if you want to count that as well. 
it makes no sense for that to be him. And then he shows up at the end and is like, actually, hello, I will no longer be in the shadows. I'm here. I They called me the Martian Manhunter. I'm sorry who? I shot who you. Who is they? Who is they? Yeah, it's me. Sorry. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> and but. then and then apparently it was supposed to be John Stewart at the end instead and they shot that mo- that scene. Then why is Martian Manhunter there pretending to be Mark Kent? It makes no sense. He's just he's just chilling. It uh jeez. I think a lot of this and and then like he got the Snyder cut and he's like, "Oh, I have to actually do this now." And and maybe not. And maybe I'm being dramatic and I just don't like the way he writes, which is I mean, very possible he seems like a great guy i just creatively don't like the direction he went with with the my the some of my favorite characters yeah uh, and these modern myths that we have um however however i think the kryptonian amazon thing i think that was on the spot made up like this is what this would have been because quite frankly it doesn't make any sense because yeah. they've already established that every kryptonian that shows up has superman powers so why does zeus shoot lightning Right. None of this makes sense. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely crazy. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. You can kind of be like, oh, well, the community likes this, so I'll say this. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I wrote something down here. That you said, really triggered me with that one, bro. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I figured it would. Um, That's why you put it in there. So, you Jane, son of a gun. I have no idea what I'm referring to in this. Here we go. But literally, I think... <laughs> So James Were Gunn, you under uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Okay. I think this one was earlier today, like this morning, because I was trying to put some more stuff in there. But uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, so James Gunn says blank <laughs> Superman. Oh, okay. So it's the the black Superman story of right. Um, but it's it's it must be the writer or the director. I don't know. Tanahisi Coates, yes, the writer. Yes. Of, okay. Yeah. So All I right. did. Spell I'm saving it right. you here. Yeah. There we go. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, Ta-Nehisi Coates' uh, Superman movie could still happen if it's great. Um, he did clarify, though, that it would be an Elseworlds story like the Joker. But I think that's fine. Like, that, I think that's why James has set it up this way of being like, yeah, we're going to have Elseworlds, and then we're going to also have our, our normal stuff. Like, it makes sense. Um, casting for Superman could be done in July, uh, which is pretty cool because that's coming up in two months. Um, fairly fun. Uh, the Flash has a reported budget of two hundred twenty million. For those listening back home, that mm-hmm. is thirty million less than Guardians of the Galaxy, um, making it one of the most expensive DC movies to date. Which one? The Flash. <sighs> Boy, yeah, a lot of CG going on in this. Well, I mean, it makes sense. The movie's been reshot so many times. Like, oh, I yeah. mean, it's been filming oh, since yeah. like twenty nineteen. Yeah, and it just wrapped up like two, three months ago. Yeah, because they're keeping they, – they've. I mean, how many times has the ending probably changed, you know? Because oh. you have to think about like how many times they've had to change that ending to change where they want to go at the DC Universe. I would love to see a movie that changes its ending depending on where you're seeing it. You know that's been just, done before, right? No, like randomized in theaters just being like, oh, yeah, like – You know yeah. that's been done before, right? No. Have you ever seen Clue, a 1980s – Oh, well, film? I mean, I've seen Clue. I mean, they, I guess they did it in the no, theater. No, they, they shot four different, uh, it was there were three or four different endings. It's one of my favorite comedies. Mm-hmm. I love Clue. And depending upon what theater you went to, 
it did changed what ending you got. Uh, okay. I, was, I want more movies to do that. Yeah, like, well, then in that case, we see it works, and then yeah. just put all the endings at the end. And uh, the, like when the you last release time it. I can think of someone doing that for a movie or whatever, um, of course, there was, like, you could have, like, Bandersnatch, the... the the choose your own adventure. Yeah, that the one that uh, Black Mirror did it had Will Poulter. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Adam Warlock. Um, but like the the last movie that did it that was like a movie. Um, Psych. You ever seen Psych? Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Yeah, they did an episode. I think it was the hundredth episode. I might be wrong, but they did one that was inspired by Clue and had a lot of the same Clue actors come back for it. Mm-hmm. And when they went on commercial break halfway through the uh, the movie or the episode, then people on Twitter would live tweet who they wanted the villain or like the murderer to be. Mm. And it changed right before it airs after commercial break, which is so cool. Yeah. And I, I want to see more stuff like that, man. Yeah. Cause stuff like that is really cool. And it's a really cool way of doing like this interactive art with people. So I don't know. I, I, I would love that. I think it's possible right now. Um, oh yeah, we live in an of, era that 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 is so common. Yeah, and they were like, doing easy. that in. I mean, I, that would have been two thousand mm-hmm. the tens. Like yeah, yeah. So we've progressed far enough to where it's not even an issue. You really only see stuff like that on YouTube now. Which I mean, hey, yeah. shout out to Markiplier, but like he did two different series, mm-hmm. uh, pretty big budget stuff too. Uh, in space with Markiplier and a heist with Markiplier, where yeah. Every, at the end of every like clip, and they're like three, four minutes long, mm-hmm. you make a choice, and there's like a massive butterfly effect of endings that you can get. Right. Um. I recently did in space with Markiplier before like going to work one day or whatever. I was like sitting at like midnight and yeah. did it, and I got the main ending on my first try, mm. and it was a weird ending, and it made me feel like really melancholy, and I was like, it, it was weird because I was like. It was such like a moment of like, like just the credits roll and Mark's character sees the credits roll and it's like such like a panic where it's like, wait, this isn't the right ending, is it? And it's just like a really like weird fourth wall break that I was like, it made me feel like really uncomfortable. And I was like, it was great. And then like, you know, we're getting a a Markiplier movie that he's directing. We'll get a, we'll get to that after DC. Sorry, okay. I'm like I'm just taking your show, dude. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Take away because I do. I want to talk about a few uh, two two extra things before we get into the fun bits. Yeah. Um. So let's see. How much DC news do we have? Just two more things. Oh I my think. god. Uh, Gunn has already turned in the first draft of super, first draft of mm-hmm. Superman Legacy, and it shouldn't be affected by the strike. Makes sense. Don't know how that works, technically, considering drafts and things like that, yeah. but if he's the one I, writing. I, I wonder if what they mean by the first draft is the shooting script. Because I don't think anything's going to get made on the first draft, you know? I think he means, like, all right, the script is ready to be shot. Right. Because the first draft of anything is usually never good. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's probably, yeah, if I had to guess, it would be the shooting script itself. Um, I might because, be wrong. Maybe he is just that, that confident in the well, script. Look, they're supposed to be filming. By January. Yeah, I was about to say. So I don't know if, I don't, yeah. I think you're probably right that it is done. Um, because with, you know, seven months, eight months left to go. Well, no. Mm, seven months to go yeah, in the year. Seven. Um, I, I don't think. 
Like they're probably going to spend the next seven months on focusing about yeah. casting and oh, all this gosh, other yeah. stuff. Oh, this pre-production is ready to go. Yeah. So um, that. It is going on. Yeah. Not even ready to go. Right. I mean, there's, like we said earlier, it's supposed to be done by July as yeah. far as casting for Superman. So that's going to be really sweet. Um, so Gunn is also Let me see stated, him in the suit. God dang it. Yep. Let me see it so first, please. Gunn has also stated that at least one of his Guardians of the Galaxy cast is going to be in Superman Legacy. It's Michael Rooker. Um, yeah. It's yeah, Michael that's Rooker. That's the I definitive mean, that's, that's, one. It, 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 the most likely answer is that he's trolling and it is just Michael Rooker because obviously he's de- he's never made a movie without Michael Rooker. Yeah. I mean, he shows up in uh, uh, the holiday special. Even. Yep. Yeah. They did the rotoscoping animation style from the 80s, which right. was super fun. Yeah. Um, there's literally never been a James Gunn movie without Michael Rooker in it. Right. Like ever. So oh, yeah. it, it's nuts. Hmm. So like obviously Michael Rooker is going to be in it. Michael Rooker as Pa Kent? I, I mean, I can see it, but it's definitely that would bring like a. I'm having a heart attack, boy. <laughs> yeah, like that would be. I don't. I, Michael Rooker brings the like. Yeah. Abusive father energy. He does have abuse. I I, I talked about this with Chris. Chris is uh he, they uh they said Pa Kent. I think Michael Rooker as Perry White. I think that makes more sense. I think sense. it would go hard. Like, um, he reminds me so much in that way of being, like, a self-made businessman. Yeah. Someone who looks, who's a hard nose but looks out for somebody. Right. Yeah, looks out for his people. Because, like, Perry White fights hard for his, his reporters. Also, does Michael Rooker actually sound like Yondu? Because I can't yes. remember. <sighs> he sounds like that in everything he does. Damn. Because he just has that strained voice. But is it that exaggerated? No. As uh, in, yeah, it is. In Yondu? Yes, everything. Okay. Uh, he, he, I mean, he I, I just can't remember the everything Suicide that Squad, he's done. Where he was playing Savant. Right. He's like, so this is the famous Suicide Squad. <sighs> he just has that voice. He dropped the N-word in The Walking Dead. Um, yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. I do remember that. That's, that's like, like the second episode. That's my reference. I have him from The Walking Dead that I remember from like years yeah. ago and then now from Guardians. Michael Rooker's a great actor, man. Jesus. Great Lewis. actor. He's great he in everything. Definitely... He definitely works for a certain type of person. Yeah. Um, he does do some more character-ish kind of roles, but, like, I mean, if Guardians 2 is anything to go off of, he can really step out of that role and yeah. and all of a sudden deliver an incredible performance. Well, the whole um, the whole purpose of casting in general is to find the right actor for the role, not yeah. necessarily, you know, making an actor fit a certain yeah. role. So, and I think some studios forget that. Yeah. I mean... I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was great as Tef Adam. An Egyptian. Yep. Solid. They're they're the Ugh. same they're they're the same, right? Oh, they're dark enough. Yeah. That like if you put them on paint swatches, that would match. Dude, I think like, that's no. the hardest thing about all this. It's like it, it does suck to see people like casting racially just because someone is brown enough. Like that's kind of horrible. Yeah. It's and like, and okay. it's like, yeah, The Rock's Samoan. He's not Egyptian. Right. And he also doesn't act like Black Adam. But, hey, I mean, uh, I mean a conversation I, for another time. He moneyed his way into he, there. He absolutely did. He helped produce the movie so he could do whatever he wanted to. Yeah. Which, I mean, it works in some cases. Like, Tom Cruise funding his own movies so that way he doesn't have to listen to the stunt people. Tom Cruise makes like, good movies, You're though. fired. And then, <laughs> then he'll just get the right stunt people. I think the only miss that Tom Cruise has had in recent years was The Mummy. Because I can't yeah. think of like another like 
bad movie that Tom yeah. Cruise has well, done. Well, I think it's just because like Recently, Tom Cruise isn't that that guy anymore. He's yeah. not the he's not the like super suave like get the girl yeah person. He's very much like a man on a mission. Yeah, get the mission. I'm gonna done. do a good time. Well, I will say the suaveness came back in Maverick though, because and like yeah. also Tom Cruise. Gave one frick of a performance, dude, in that movie. Oh, he's, he's handling that microphone. I did just touch a little it. bit of a. I did. I did give it a little rub down. Um. Anyway, uh, Tom Cruise had a great performance in in Maverick. Like he yeah. was, dude. He started crying. I was like, oh my god, I forgot Tom Cruise acts. Yeah, he was great. Oh yeah. Well, we need to give him more of those. Yeah, more um, and like, I mean, Mission Impossible recently has been great. Like we're having a great time. Yeah. Are you good? I sniffed. Yeah. I sniffed, and it. I heard myself. Did you forget that the microphone picks that up? Well, I forgot that it was turned towards my face, which I just did. But anyway, that's the DC news. What uh, what did oh you want to talk about? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Markiplier is making a movie. Right. And we got the trailer for it. It's called Iron Lung. Okay. So it's a movie based on video game. Okay. Um, it was an independent game that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, indie horror film where you are an ex-convict in the okay. future where most stars, I think it was either stars or planets, mm-hmm. just disappeared. Oh. And you don't know why. And there are th- these four planets that have blood rivers, or four moons. And you are a convent, convict sent to sent, like spend your, your sentence in doing this like submarine expedition. You okay. are welded into the submarine because the pressures are too great. Mm. And you are trapped in a small little, like, container, a little sardine can as you explore the depths of the Blood River. And so one actor, and I think it's Mark, um, one room. I'm so into that. Because yeah. the, the the stuff behind it is actually pretty crazy. Yeah. And, you know, it's pretty spooky because you soon find out that you are not alone in the river and there's something that has been tearing apart the submarines. Hmm. And so it's a, it's a very cool idea. And yeah. all the trailer was, and he said that it's coming out later this year, which I'm excited for. Because hmm. um, I also just love to see, like, an independent, like, made horror film based mm-hmm. on a video game. Like, frick it. Why not? That sounds great. And Mark's actually a good actor, so why not? Yeah. Um, so it's like, I'm, I'm excited for that, but the, all the trailer was was a shot of the submarine from the game. The camera pans down mm-hmm. and reveals the live-action version of it, and that's it. Mm. And I was like, I'm in. Is that okay? It, it's a very tense-feeling thing, and yeah. they shot for, like, maybe a month, and then they were done. They, like, built the whole set and everything. There was some cool behind-the-scenes stuff, so I'm excited to see... How it's going to turn out, I'm nervous because I'm like, I don't know how it's going to be. Right. But, like, I just love the idea of more, like, creator-focused filmmaking. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to do, mm-hmm. the FNAF movie leaked, Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm. So here's the thing. Yeah. We've watched the trailer. Right. I would like to encourage anybody listening to this to not watch it. Mm-hmm. Because it's very clearly, A, it's shot on a phone, and yeah. the Blumhouse ninjas found this man. And also, we don't do that because we respect the people's, mm-hmm. like, creativity, whatever. Um, and it's a bad recording of a trailer. Yeah. Because you can hear somebody's, like, you can hear the dude's washing machine 
in the yeah. background. At least that's what it sounds like. Washing that, machine. <laughs> he's making comments. Yeah, it's, it's like, like uh, it's it's such like a and you can't tell what's going on at all. Right. And it looks fun. Yeah. Like frick it. I don't. I, I'm excited to see what it's actually supposed to look like for the public. Like right. whatever release because you can hardly see anything that goes on. Yeah. Looks like a Blumhouse movie. Also, they did a really good recreation of the animatronics from the little bit we see. Right. Like, they're actually fuzzy, which is nice. My, my biggest issue, and this is going to show how much of a weird, like, I am. I'm a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's. Frick it. I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a weird thing that a lot of times they do is they just, like, they, like, show the original, like, designs to be, like, plasticky. Mm-hmm. And they're not. They're supposed to be fuzzy, like Chuck E. Cheese. You know how those animatronics have like the fuzzy, like furry, whatever. Right. So it's like I like that it the animatronics look good. It literally just looks like the game. Well, don't they have some games that go back and they've like this? Mm-hmm. These are the new versions, and they're not fuzzy the second anymore. ones. Yeah, in in the in Five Nights Two, it was plastic. In Five Nights Three, it was just spring trap where it was like a rotting suit and it was like falling apart, and there was a dead body in it. So it's like yeah. gnarly. The fourth ones, they're not even real. It's just nightmare hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Fifth one, they're metal mm-hmm. because it's weirdly sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get to the sixth one, it's a mix of all of them. Yeah. Because it's like supposed to be the end. And then it didn't end. Yeah. <laughs> the new one is weird because then they're just like, yeah, they've got AIs and personalities. Frick it. And it takes place in like 2033. Because uh, why not? Okay. The new ones are weird. Don't yeah. worry about the new ones. The original story is very cool, though. It's like it's like grounded story about child murder. Yeah. And that's what I'm hoping they do. I mean, we got Matthew Lillard playing a child murderer. Shaggy himself. Great casting. Makes sense. And we've got Josh Hutcherson as our main character. Mm-hmm. Peta's back. Do you think he's the son of the uh, creator in this? I hope so, because yeah. he's playing. His name is Mike, and like in the original game, it's like Mike Schmidt, whatever, and then you I mean, the story is most likely that that is the son of William Afton, who Matthew Lillard is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back through and trying to set the souls free that are trapped in these suits. I guess it will give a very different. I I feel like it would give a very different performance for Josh Hutchinson mm-hmm. if he is trying to like set like if that's the line yeah. of thinking they're going down, as opposed to just being some random security worker. Just, you know, watching everything. Joseph, are you drinking something? No. Oh, okay. How are you making the slurping sounds? Very carefully. Okay. Um, But Fair no, I, I'm a, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Because, I mean, this might be terrible. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Every Everything always has a, a possibility of being garbage. Right. But I'm very excited because I'm like, yeah, Blumhouse is making a, a, a cheap Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Oh, yeah. I'm worried about how the animatronics are going to move. Like, they're either going to be really, like, if it is super budget, like, it might, it could go one of two ways, be very CGI, or be very uh, real, but bad. Now, they confirmed that they're doing some CG, which makes sense, but it, like, looks like a lot of, like, the the stuff in the least leaks, Mm -hmm. it looked like, I mean, everything was real. Well, the, the good thing about it is, is that, especially with the first one with them just being animatronic mm-hmm. suits. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. And like, Easy. from what yeah. I remember, they, they just moved whenever you weren't looking at them. Yes. So uh, in the game, because the game is, was super budget. Like the, right. the, the, the game was weird because Scott Coffin, the guy who made it was like, it was his last attempt at doing 
game design yeah. because he was basically ready to give up because his last game got so many like uh, critic so much criticism because it was like all about um, like Chipper and Sons or a wood company, yeah, mm-hmm. and whatever. And then they were like, "Yeah, these guys are terrifying. Like these designs are so scary. They look like creepy pizza place animatronics." And then he was like, "All right, last try." And he was working as like a, a co-manager of a Dollar General or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, just providing for his family. And most of his games were Christian games. Oh. As well, like he made a RPG about Pilgrim's Progress and stuff like that, because the dude is super into Jesus, right? And and then he was like, "Yeah, I'll just do like a a scary game, whatever." And then decided to put like a background thing of like there was murder, whatever, and you only ever see it in newspaper clippings that have a small percent chance of showing up on the cameras. Well, that, and that's it, and the mini games, right? Or is that that's later that's on? later on? Okay. And the first one, that's all it it's is. Just and you then in just, the room. Yep, just okay. you in the room. And the only time you ever see movement is when they're on top of you. Right. And then you get done. Yeah. And it's loud and whatever, and it's got a great atmosphere. And that it was just like a quick whatever game, and it caught on really well, which is kind of a cool success story yeah. of just like a guy just like rolling with the punches and accepting criticism and banking on those criticisms. It's right. crazy. Well, it's crazy how some people will just focus on the criticism itself and yeah. not like look to further themselves from the criticism like if he were to take it in some ways like some people can take it mm-hmm. and just go oh everybody hates it i'm not going to do it again yeah uh, no i'm done and, I'll but do instead something else. he saw like oh okay everyone thinks these are creepy animatronic yep. pizza hut like Chuck E. cheese type stuff mm-hmm. what if i made that like that's pretty wild yeah no one's done it before yeah and he and he did something cool with the horror genre where it was like this sit and survive kind of idea which he had a mini game that was called sit and survive like a small like whatever and he was like yeah what if you have to protect yourself from them coming at you and you can't run right that's terrifying yeah <laughs> and so that that's such wild. a great idea for a game and then it worked and it became like i mean arguably one of the biggest independent video games of all time yeah like the thing caught fire yeah so well, now they have nine games yep Nine games, one of them's mobile, couple of VR games. Yeah. Uh now a movie. Right. And an unchrist like amount of books. Yeah. Lord have mercy. But somehow very Christ like. Hey, uh, God bless. Yeah. Love you, Scotty. Uh <laughs> but that's it for the news. Hey, that's speaking it. of uh creators mm-hmm. that roll with the criticism. Right. I'm so excited to talk about Guardians Three. But we're not there yeah. yet, are we? We're not. Mm. We're not. Depression, um, even. But to criticize further, we're going to poke a little fun, make a little jab with some uh, with some scheduled fun. Oh, my God. The fun. It's scheduled. The fun. It's starting now. Oh, I'm so excited. It's so fun. Um, I just smacked the fool out of my microphone. I have all So, this. basically, what I had was um, we're... <laughs> Oh boy. So I what I wrote down, and I'm going to elaborate, but it's writers making silly requests to companies for them to come back. So oh. as we know, all these writers are carrying picket signs and yeah. that say, you know, funny little slogans or, you know, they're writers. They're very yes. witty. They're coming up with things they're all night so boys. they can come in the next day and strike and then yes. point at it as they take a picture for social media. And... Yeah. To spread the word. And you gotta, so the word will be spread. And I wouldn't have known the writer strike didn't happen if I didn't see it on social media. Exactly. Um, so that 
is what we're going to do. We're going to come, we're going to try a little bit here to come up with some funny little slogans and some requests that we would like to do oh boy. to make it happen. So that right. is so what we're, we're going to do. We're just we're, doing, we're not going to, yeah, it's not going to be anything like, you know, I'm an interviewer. You're, yeah. you're a person. Yeah. Um, but we're going to, we're both writers. We're both writers. We're just tossing slogans. Yeah, yeah. We can. Right. Oh, okay. Here we go. So we're writers. Yes. In a jam sesh. In a jam. the night before the strike, and we're trying right. to come up with funny little requests to put on mm-hmm. our uh, mm-hmm. on our little picket fence signs. All right. Yeah. Would you like to start us off? I can. All right. La, 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 la. All right. I gotta put oh, myself yeah, sorry. in the. Yeah. Uh, Mama made me mash my M and M's. There we go. Yeah. 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 Mama made me mash my M and M's. Yeah, jump a couple octaves. <laughs> drop. <laughs> I I said jump. Oh, okay, okay. But I can drop. Uh, I I can too. <laughs> That's a great Harrison Ford impression. Yeah. My dead body. Yep. There we go. Um. I'll yeah. But you, uh, Chris Rat. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I was looking at it. I was mm-hmm. really, you know, figuring it out. We have 20 people right. in our apartment right now, and it, yeah, we're really crowded. Kind of a lot of people. The it charcuterie is. board is not cutting it. It's for not. Snacks, no, by the way. and no one's cutting it anymore. We just have like a little bit left of chunk, and yeah. people are just taking bites off it. It's not yeah, it's cool. a little bit weird. Like you shouldn't be handing around the cheddar. I know. Like that. I know. It's very. We're gonna get it's COVID, not COVID probably. Safe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so, most things we do aren't though. Yeah. Right. Um, right. So <clears throat> what we got here, um, and I don't know what you got on yours so far, but right. I have a list. Um, oh, you got a list. Okay. That's I do. Good. That's good. So on our picket signs in the morning, yeah. one thing that I thought about writing was like, um, we're not coming back mm-hmm. unless I get my fuzzy slippers. Um, oh. Yeah, because I was okay. writing on something and they let me on set for once. Right. And I was oh, like, finally. oh my god, this is. So incredible. What's it like being on set? Dude, I wouldn't know How are movies unless made? dude, I you wouldn't believe it, but they okay. actually use our words. They do? They do. Oh my god. It's crazy. And then whenever the actor doesn't say our words, mm-hmm. someone yells at him. Oh. It's pretty wild. That's pretty great. Right? So that means we're important, right? Yeah. So that would, we that are would, important. That would, that would, that would, yeah. But now here's okay. my silly list of requests. Okay. We love silly. Li- oh, so are we doing requests or are the uh, so picket signs? They're the picket signs. Oh, but I'm going to put my requests request on the picket okay. signs. I like So that, that way like we can that. stand like in yeah, 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 front yeah, yeah, of like yeah, yeah, WB yeah, yeah. or Netflix or whatever mm-hmm. and we can just hold the sign and then they know what we're doing. I like that idea. Yeah. So, um, one. Okay. I'm not coming back unless I get my fuzzy slippers. Okay. Fuzzy slippers are important. That's. Fair. I, I think okay. that, yeah, that, no, you're, that's a huge. You're that's on a basic set right. all day. You can't yeah, be expected absolutely. to sit in the chair. I mean, like, like people are talking slippers. about like the OC whatever shoes. That's stupid. Yeah. No. Why does everyone have that? I don't know. I think it's having to I do wouldn't something know, with I've never been on set though. <laughs> I've never been on set either. I feel like they all. Uh, I just they see all it just from the outside them. of the studio. Yeah, I look in from the fence. Um, I'm pretty sure they like standing up normally for yeah. 14 hours straight and yeah. being told that they can't sit down. I'm sure they I love think that's it. normal. You think, I think that's normal. You think their guild would do it if they didn't like Yeah, them, you would think you, you would know? think Ayatsi would look out for them. Yeah. Uh, so what you were yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, okay, number 2 mm-hmm. and then we can mm-hmm. go to you. Okay? Oh, absolutely. I just, absolutely. I just want these first right. two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll let you do yours. Cool. Um so yeah, uh fuzzy slippers. Mm-hmm. That's fuzzy slippers. First on the list. Absolutely. Okay. And then um uh more money so I'm not homeless. Which does remind me, rents actually due yesterday. So right, right. Um, we may have to inevitably or eternally mm-hmm. picket right in front of the studio. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah. If you get what I mean. I do. Yeah. Um, well, since we are in California. Right. And rent is currently worth twice what my kidney is. Right. Um, for I mean, I've already this, done both of mine, so we're we're kind of... For an apartment that is roughly the size of, like, what a closet would be, someone will record a podcast in and, like, we'll yeah. to North Carolina, something around, about that size. Around 100 square yeah, feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I understand. Yeah. I found some nice cardboard boxes yeah. that I think we can move Ooh. everything that fits in our apartment into, mm. and we can use that as like a bed that would um be pretty i think cool. that would work really well i think it'd be um, pretty comfy i have some slogans okay some yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah 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 so i i think that the first one that we could do have a mm-hmm. like a sign that's like a pizza party won't fix this yeah you know, something like that kind of make fun of the producers you know, i do love like, yeah, the yeah, pizza yeah. parties though. i do like the pizza they're nice because they pay for my yeah. food for I, like I had, my, my buddy uh my buddy uh zadok was telling me that um uh, actually on set, like whenever you're working 17 hours and then they mm. give you pizza that you actually kind of want to commit violence to them. Oh. But, um, why is it? Cause it's I, seen like almost like a derogatory, like, Oh, here's, here's food. Yeah. You here's, animals. here's some like trash pizza oh. that we didn't spend a lot of money on gotcha. at all. Gotcha. Uh, whenever you've been here for like nearly 18 hours and the Ooh. director still can't decide if they like it, take or not. Mm. Um, okay. And yeah. you've been on the same scene and you still got two more to go. Mm. Um, I get that. Yeah. I mean, but a little Sazers. Who doesn't like a little lot of Sazers? I, I love Sazers um, Pizza. I am a big fan of Sazers Pizza. Um, you know, and then we could like start being like you know like like quirky. Yeah. About right. it, like like draw a little Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's like pay us more or I won't be back. You know, mm. something like that. You know, I think it's like, yes. Oh, start making fun of their movies. You know, I think that'd be great. You yeah. Know, no. 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 I, I completely mm. get that. Mm. Um. Uh. It's about to be. I, I had another one down that was oh, like. Yeah, yeah. Um. It, it, there's, it, it's about to be Five Nights at mm. Freddy's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 4WB. Which apparently Jason has been very nice to us, which like, is very cool. I mean, um, I... However, like, money yeah. is important. It's we got to get everybody. It's, it, it really is yeah. just the PGA about this, the Producers Guild, that, are, you know, we're a bit more concerned about. What, what, what were you saying about Five Nights? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying it's, about to, be, it's about to be Five Nights at Freddy's Five Night Freddy, yeah. for WB. Freddy, yes. Like, cause, Freddy Five Nights. I mean, they're not going to be, they can't get away from us. Oh, and they are not we ready will. for Freddy. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> You're not get, ready, Freddy. They're going to get stuffed. You're not ready. I will put you in the spring lock mechanism and you will <laughs> not be able to come out. I've done a lot of research on yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I was going to say that's actually a very good, I watched, good job on you. Yeah, I watched yeah, like yeah. a like a, and we will murder five children if we don't get our demands. I will start the sacrifice. Matthew Lillard's on our side. He is. He's given us the knife. He's with us. Five, five of them. Five children. Five knives. Getting five nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Exactly. I love this. Um, so, you know, like, I think there's a few other things that we could do. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Oh. Um, ooh, hold on. Let me check the bathroom door that we're currently saddled over a okay. toilet You're talking right. about this. All right. They're being yep. a bit, they're, they're yeah. a little, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Um, hold on. The door's locked. Hello. Um, hello. Um, hello. Hi, what are you doing in our bathroom? Hello, I am. Yeah, excuse me. What are you? Hello, I am. Um, okay, I'm here to make a deal. Uh, okay. I am. Are you Mr. PGA? Oh, and I am here to make deal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'd love to discuss. I mean, we I have a lot of great ideas to pay you. Okay. Yeah. Less money. Oh. 
Um, and you come and work. Oh, um, hmm. Do we have a deal? Uh, so we did request. Actually, I mean, it's. I, I don't know if you've been mm. notified, but we did request um, something similar yes. to that, which yes. is um, yes, more money. I understand. Right. However, so could we work like maybe in the middle or something? I would like you. I would like you to hear me out. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I I guess I understand, but uh, unless it's a talk of getting at least the same amount, if not more money. <laughs> Um, it's going to be difficult to kind of come to an like understanding. I would like you to hear me out, friend. Okay. You're going to be paid less money, and you're okay. going to come to work. I, oh, uh, a firearm. Um, if you tell anybody about this, I will lie on Twitter and talk about how against them I am. Uh, oh. I will cock it again. Oh, I think you just wasted a bullet. I, I have several more. Oh, and okay. We, and we are in a very tight space. The ammo regulation isn't uh, kind of keeping you from... Ah, that's a third. No, listen. Uh, hey, buddy, this guy means business. I think we just need to settle. Oh, no! Hold on, that didn't work very well. That was a very low. Hold on. Oh, uh... Okay, hey, um... Yeah, I'm going to shoot your friend. Hey, no, 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 no. I'm hey, buddy, shoot your this friend. guy means business. Oh, oh no, my God, you shot him. It happened. It sounded like it went through my ears. Yeah, who would have oh thought? My, oh, my God, it's dude, so loud. That is, it's oh, louder again. Shoot. <laughs> There's is, so many bullets. Why are you firing I'm pointing gun of, at you. At me? I yes. mean, why? You shot because him. Because money. That is... I mean, okay, listen. Mm -hmm. What if we What if we just say the same amount of money mm -hmm. and we... Come to okay. Don't point it at my genitals, <laughs> sir. That is not okay. I'd I rather you shoot same. me directly in the face. Oh boy! I will hit exactly okay. one of them. Um, you know what? I think yes. I think less money is fine. And you know what? We will stand cool. um, during those those uh, all day, um, twenty hours a day. That yeah, very good. We'll we'll work nonstop. Um, I like that idea. Yeah, we like the rush and we being, like the rush. It's like forced creativity. Absolutely. is like saying, yes. "Hey, uh, look at this white room that you're in with look cushions. This white room. Figure it out. You Figure know? it out. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, we will see you soon. Under, okay. Yeah. Si Have bye, a good sir. Day. Bye, sir. Whew. Well. Oh man, Joe. I guess that was a close one. Um. Okay. Uh. Okay. Um. Uh. Hello. Oh, hello. Hey. How you doing? Yeah. Um, good. I have an accent for some reason because I, I have to differentiate characters. Okay. Um, yeah, of course. This is your eviction notice. Uh, oh. Can you serve it to him? Oh. Here's the thing about that. Okay. <laughs> Are you just the PGA producer in disguise? No. I mean, I mean, no. Okay. This seems very, like, producer guy. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm trying to end this scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to end this scene. <laughs> You know what? I, I'm just going to get out of here. I'll take the eviction notice. That's okay. fine. That's cool. I, anyway. I'm just going to walk away. Sir! <laughs> Is he still moving? Uh, I mean, I well, not anymore, man. Okay? You just... he. he I'll, do, I'll do it to you. I'll do it. You know what? I'll do shoot, a bit him, of a, shoot him a, a couple little, of times. Just, <laughs> just a, shoot him... Ow. Just a little, just a little. I don't. I'll just. I don't understand. Just, just. just the, are you shooting just, me with a pea gun or a just, shotgun? It's just very confusing. I'll just, just you know, like a real, just a, just a real, just a real quick, I just a little kiss, little, little, you know. <laughs> and I got shot. Um, that scene really got away from us at the end. Of that. It definitely did. Um, 
But yeah, that is scheduled for oh everybody. My God. Um, so what we'll do? So dumb. Um, what was the topic that you said for uh, that you wanted to discuss on whether or not it was true? Hmm? I can't remember it. That's the issue. What are you talking about? The thing that I was like, well, maybe we'll talk about that later on in the in the show. Oh, is did. Did Dave Bautista get a oh, better performance? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do that for uh, headbutt? Let's, let's do it for headbutt because I was <sighs> debating trying can, to. Get how it. much can we talk about that during uh, not spoilers? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, let's let's do let's do headbutt in main topic. Okay. Yeah. Oh, very experimental. Yeah. All right. So, so we'll talk about guardians. We'll talk about guardians. Oh my god, I'm um, so excited. But yeah, so the the right now, the letterboxed right is at uh 4.2 stars as of recent. Um would you like is, to know my letterboxed rating? Is it 5 out of 5? It absolutely uh, was 5 out of that 5. Doesn't dog. surprise me. Um the tomato meter right now oh uh, for it is 81%, critic score, audience score 95. Um, and that does, uh, it, it compares pretty average amongst the first two movies. Volume one was at a 92 across the board while, uh, volume two was I? at 85 critics, 87 audience, which makes mm. sense because, you know, I feel like out of the two, sure. it's a lot more interesting sure. I'll, I'll give it, um, in the first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what it's looking like right now. 81% critics, 95% audience. Uh, so Joe. Just out of the blue, if out you were to blue. if you were to give this a percentage, what would you give it? On Rotten Tomato. On Rotten Tomato. Okay. So I would say if if I if I had to give it a percentage, it would be around ninety seven. Okay. Yeah. I think I think that's probably you know, there were things that I mean, and, and I'm excited to watch the movie again because it's after like the first viewing, whatever. Movies always change once you watch them multiple times. Yeah, um, and and I would love to to allow it to like kind of wash over me again uh, as a movie because you know like the first time you watch a movie is kind of like a roller coaster. You're like, oh wow, the the big highs, the lows. I loved yeah. Man of Steel when I first saw it. Right, when I was 14 years old sitting in that theater. I loved that movie. Mm -hmm. I don't anymore. Right. It is very much like I've. Uh, come to not enjoy it quite as much mm -hmm. and uh and you know that's fine you know we change as people our opinions grow we shift we whatever and if you don't change then you're kind of a stagnant person but yeah. um so i'd love to to see it again but whenever i say it's like a perfect movie i know it's not perfect no movie mm -hmm. is right and that's just the way of art but for me i loved this movie yeah. like i from a very personal place have always loved the Guardians movies because they always deal with a lot of like emotion that, um, you know, you don't commonly see in a lot of superhero movies, and right. and and James Gunn gets that superhero movies are not a genre and they shouldn't be treated as such. Right, they are a vehicle to tell a story, like how space movie isn't a genre. Mm -hmm. You have genres in those like settings but it's a framework to tell your story yeah so superhero movies or space movies but both of what guardians are is it is just like a framing to tell this story of a very ragtag family that yeah. has come together that are full of just not the best people but people who try and yeah that's about all you can ask of people Mm -hmm. And and I loved the, all of the performances in this. Everyone had a moment to shine, 
And I can't think of a single person that didn't have a stellar performance. Like genuinely, every of them, every every actor of the main characters all had like a little nice moment to shine. Mm-hmm. And it really did feel like just a nice goodbye. I didn't um I I, I knew I was going to cry. Mm-hmm. And I definitely did. Yeah. Which was fun because we were supposed to watch this movie together. Uh, I, however, overslept mm-hmm. and did not come to see it with you. And I went afterwards by myself, which is always fun to see a guy uh, alone in a Hawaiian shirt crying his eyes out over a raccoon in a theater. Word. Um, but, like, the tears that I shed were more of, like, happy goodbye kind of tears. It wasn't yeah. as bitter as I thought it was going to be. There was a lot of sad. There was a lot of heart-aching goodbye yeah. to be had but also the ending was just so nice and so beautiful no spoilers um that it was just it was just a really really good movie what, what about yeah. you king what about i would you? i i'd probably give it around the same like 95 97 somewhere yeah. in that realm I, and um, i'm sure there's things to nitpick about yeah or and whatever it's just that with watching it only once it's hard to find those things absolutely in it uh that you're like mm, didn't like that uh, guardians 2 and i know this is a weird opinion but Guardians 2 is one of my favorite MCU movies ever. And I know people are mixed on that one. Like, a lot of people think the first one's better. And that's totally fair. I know, I think you said that you prefer the first one to the I second. I do, yeah. Um, but second one, to me, is like is, is such a strong film. Because also just the emotion that it hits on connects to me in, a, in, a, you know, in an emotional way. Which is really right. what you want from your art. Is that it needs to be like something that you can connect to and whatever. And... Um, and there are plenty of nitpicks right. that I have with that movie. Like, there's a few of the jokes, like the the bit where Nebula eats the thing, where it's like, it's not right. As wasn't very funny. No. Um, and I feel like they did the same thing in this movie better. Yeah. Um, and I, oh God, I can't remember the. There were so many the great actual bits in this. joke, but yeah. it was um, along the same like along the same line of thinking of like, here's this thing, we're gonna repeat it many times. Yeah. And it's because, oh, okay, I do remember. Okay. Spoilers? Yes, but we'll be able to talk okay. about it because I do cool, remember cool, cool, cool. now. So, um, perfect. Because I, I, it's hard to talk about this movie without spoilers. Yeah. Because uh, most of the plot is spoilery. Like, yeah, fairly Even so. the way that the first act ends that sets them on their mm-hmm. journey is kind of a spoiler for how this movie goes because it, yeah. you know, it takes a character in a different direction than I thought it was going to go. And which was a very beautiful framework and a a great way of doing it for every character. But it's like, it's an interesting way of taking it. So do you want to go ahead and wrap pre-spoiler talk? Um, Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Whelmed, underwhelmed, or overwhelmed, bro? I'd I'd say overwhelmed. I feel like it was a great... I feel like it was a great button-up for the franchise. I Um, think it's one of the best Marvel movies that we've gotten. Oh, yeah. Best third film. Yes. Like... I, I think I think the best trilogies that Marvel has given us, the mm-hmm. MCU specifically, yeah. um, is Guardians, number one, number two is Captain America, number mm. three for me is Spider-Man. Um, yeah. I think those three are great films, though, right. like trilogies, and I'm very happy with those. Like, it's yeah. nice. And it's kind of weird because all of those movies are like, you kind of need to watch the Avengers movies to get it. Right. Especially like Guardians 3 and Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to a lesser extent, Spider-Man, because you can just be like, yeah, Iron Man died. Frick it. Yeah. Whatever. But like, there's there's certain things where it's like, does it work as its trilogy? Doesn't matter. Right. Because I, it still is just good overall. Right. Yeah. And they kind of explain it in the movies anyway. 
mm-hmm. the stuff that's going on. Yeah. So it's fine. But uh, I loved this movie, so definitely overwhelmed. Oh, for sure. But yeah, that brings us out of the unspoiler talk. Spoilers. So spoilers. If you spoilers, don't want spoilers, to get spoilers. Spoilers coming. They're coming. So you, just go ahead and turn it off. Rocket Raccoon dies. Straight up just gone. Gone. Okay, so now all now, you freaking nerds that continue to listen... Um, he doesn't die. Yeah, no, no one dies. No one dies. I was that so was, happy. Yeah, that's what Lordy. makes it. Because I feel like when a character, when you kill off a character yeah. in those movies, that's the the cop out. Yeah. Of like, oh no, they died. It's like, yeah. Ah, okay. It's like, but this was one of the best ways to end this series. Oh yeah. I think that like possible, and it was because it was so respectful of every single character that everyone yeah. had a, an ending. That made sense for their character, right? Um, like, like you could like like throw a dart oh at, yeah. a, at one of the main characters. You're going to find someone who had a very satisfying ending, right? And and that I loved, like even just, I mean, like arguably the main two characters of the Guardians movies have been Rocket and Peter the mm-hmm. entire time, and both of their endings are very special, oh, especially yeah. for Rocket in this movie, right? But like the overarching plot of Peter from these three movies has been able to reconnect with people mm-hmm. and and the way that he's able to accept his sister going off doing her, her own thing and then also reconnect with his grandpa that he hasn't seen in like 30 40 years yeah it's crazy oh yeah and i love it because yeah. it's it, it is very it's like such a oh jeez man i love the ending so much yeah well then you take the the reverse of it and you look at rocket's whole deal throughout the entire three movies yeah. he wants to be the leader of the group yeah and it's like why can't he be the leader of the group he flies just as well if not better than quill he's smarter than quill like why can't he do that and it's because he has some past trauma about mm-hmm. being open and communicative with others that he's not able to let people close and trust him and that's what a leader is supposed to be able to do is inspire your team members to do better than what they think they can. And if anything, that is it, 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 the trauma in the cause of him not being able to express emotions healthily. You can see when his friends are gunned down in front of him and his emotions are made fun of by the person who gunned them down. Yeah. That scene. Let's talk about the high evolutionary for a minute. Oh yeah. He holy Lord did an amazing job. I love this guy because I hate him so much. Yeah. Um, the actor is incredible. Chubuk. I can't remember his last name. Hold on. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm no good. He's got a cool name. I I will say that he's got a real cool name, but his performance in this film, dude, Holy crap. Yeah. Every no. time he was on scene, and like demanded we, attention. And like we're talking about um, earlier in news, like our my favorite thing is whenever actors are spitting. This guy was literally spitting angry, and we kind of see his, the high evolutionary's descent into madness because yep. his whole goal is he wants to get Rocket because Rocket was the only thing that he's ever created that was capable of independent thought yeah. and intelligent thought beyond that what is the high, it, yeah, it's high evolutionary learned. has in himself. So Rocket is essentially smarter than the high evolutionary, which is why he wants his brain. So his name is, and I, dude, I know that he gets this all the time, mm-hmm. and I know people consistently probably butcher his name. But his name is Chukwudi Wuji. I'm hoping I pronounced your name right, bro. Well, I, at least he didn't have I'm to really change hoping. his name for SAG. That's true. That's nice. We love to see it. We love to see it. Because they do that a lot. 
Um, but yeah, dude, like, I mean, he was in News of the World? Who? It was a Western movie with Tom Hanks. I didn't know he was in that. Be- oh, that's cool. I, that's I haven't seen it since it came out. Taking but. a kid along the... Yeah. Yeah. It was like January 2021, I think. It was like yeah. the first movie I saw since the pandemic. Right. I love Westerns and Tom Hanks is great. Yeah. Uh, I remember liking that movie a lot. I need to go back and watch it to see my boy Chuck Woody. Because he's he and like his performances in Peacemaker and this mm-hmm. incredible. So like I I hope he has a big career ahead of him. Yeah, genuinely. I'm also hoping that most of the characters that we saw in John uh, pre pre restart DC universe that James Gunn did. Mm-hmm. I hope a lot of those actors get more roles. And I, like I'm pretty sure like John Economist is staying around, mm-hmm. uh, which is great because I like Economist Die Beard, um, and it's still going to be played by Steve Agee. Mm-hmm. I assume Harcourt is probably going to be around because, frick it, yeah. I just I want I want my man's I want my man's Chuck Woody to be <laughs> yeah Chuck Woody Chuck Woody come on, um, but no I I really enjoyed. And like we were talking about, just all the different characters. I loved Gamora's arc so much. Yeah, like having Gamora die in Endgame, and that should that have been being, like ruined this movie, right? That, like that you would think, and that be the causality for Peter to like spiral down into a drunken mess that can't really cope with anything. Yeah. And you know, it having that alternate universe Gamora come and stay in this universe, like, is just nuts because then you have this entire clash of like Peter has the thing that he wants but she doesn't want him and that's like mm-hmm. that's such a that's such like a human issue you know and and the the way that that like a she finds a new family to belong in yeah and then it like communicates with Peter's arc mm-hmm. of realizing that he is running from the person who tried to connect with him to begin with when he was taken running to new people because he just loses everybody, but he's forgetting the person that he ran from. Yeah. And I'm like, that's pretty great. Yeah. And, and it gives us one of the best in credit scene in all the MCU. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. Just kind of chilling. And just be vibing, eating that magic spoon cereal. Eating magic spoon. Was it magic? Spoon? It was. I noticed that. I was like, oh my God. Cause I've got Ooh. magic spoon in my closet. That yeah. lovely overpriced cereal. Oof. It's very healthy. Uh, so you should get it. it Cause good. it's actually very good for you. Yeah. Uh, it's way better than anything else. I know a coupon code from when to <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Um, but yeah, no, I loved, um, I loved everything. I love the fact that like the whole arc was like Peter being like going to Kimura being like, yep. Hey, you used to be this, you used to be that. And her saying, no, that's not me. I don't know who, like, we don't have that. That was her thing. We do not have that. Mm-hmm. Us too. Currently. Cause I'm not and, who you fell in love with. Right. And the whole thing was, he was pushing and she was just trying to explain, like, I don't have that with you. I have it. And it's with this other, it's with the Ravengers. I have this family with the Ravengers. Whereas the other me found it with you guys that there's not an issue. Like I'm happy. Be happy for me. Yeah. Like, and that's something that and I that, was that ending of, I bet we, I bet we were something like, yeah, I bet, I bet, we, we, I had bet we had fun. Yeah. And he's like, you wouldn't believe. And, and she like apologizes for not being who he loves. But he's like, you're not so bad yourself. 
and I was like, that's a really like sentimental way of and, them growing as people. Yeah, and I loved it. That's the first time that they also have a, any semblance of that previous connection. Well, there goes my phone. That is a phone. Rip. But it is the it. That's that first moment where they're like, yeah. oh wow, we we do have we a connection, it. but it was yep. so caked in this uh, jealousy of who this other person was yeah. that like we never got to find that again how how did you feel about rocket being off the table for most of the movie i didn't mind it it was kind of like a really because it also like showed how all of them deal with grief a, a lot yeah. and and crisis especially peter of yeah. like i'm going to do everything to save my best friend yeah which was super sweet and it does and it also encompasses how irrational people can be when you're put in a corner Yep, and being like, Hey, accept this. It's like, no, I'm going to go to the bad guy that could kill me in a second. I'm going to kill him. It's like, all right, it's a face off. All right. I will say, so I watched, I did watch this with Sierra. And then his face did come off. His face. Oh, you were saying? Yeah. I watched this with Sierra and Mm -hmm. I, of course, like we talked about last week, I made her watch the first two. And, um, I didn't make her watch the holiday special because I was like, man, you know, either or, um, and we went in for the third one and the one thing that she kept saying was that this movie was super dark. She, she said the, the, the actions that they were doing like, well, animal, animal cruelty, which on depending on who you are and where you come from can be, you know, really a big deal or not a very small deal. Um, and then also like just the death and the, the way the killings were happening. Mm -hmm. Like when Peter takes one of the recorders from the high evolutionary ship and flies down with Groot, smashes him into the ground, takes a knife out and then stabs him in the face. You're like, to to get the thing out. Yeah. And it's very, it's like, it's not gruesome because there's no blood or anything like that. They get away with a lot in this movie to avoid an R rating. It is in the way of being like, Oh, like that is, that's rough. And we're not, and she was just like they didn't they didn't like react didn't or anything away to it. To a lot and of I was stuff. like, yeah, well, I mean, you think about it, we're probably seeing the best moments. Yeah, like we haven't seen the worst moments, and this is one of the worst moments. Well, and that's fair because it's also like because of who the characters are that they are criminals. They used to be cheats and killers and whatever. Yeah, and that they're all trying to be different stuff. One of them's literally named the Destroyer. Gamora is considered the most dangerous woman in the galaxy. Nebula worked for Ronan and Mm -hmm. Thanos. And like all of these people are not great people. Yeah, they're trying. And that's all you can ask of them. And and so like you see them reverting to a lot of like stuff to get and save people. And like, even in guardians Two, they have that dialogue where it's like, I mean, maybe this is your dad and maybe this is what you've always wanted. And if not, we'll just kill him. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, okay, that's who, that's who they are as people Yeah, where they're like, cool. This person's a bad dude. who's going to cross me. I'll kill you. Yeah. Because that's like, okay, that's who they've been and who they've been forced to be. Right. Because they're not Captain America. They're not Spider-Man. They're not these people who have these rules. I mean, they, they carry guns and swords on them because that's just who they are. Yeah. As people, they're, they're cheats and they're cheats trying to be honest, which is what I've loved about them so much because they're not great people, No, but they're trying. Right. So, and and they go dark in this movie. They do. They don't, uh, some people call the movie grim. I don't think that's true. 
Um, um, Nando had a great video on it. If they're if they're saying grim as in as in those moments where yeah. it is like just in those blips of yeah, but time, like, I I think like calling a whole movie grim is not fair. Yeah, because it has like they go dark in the middle so mm-hmm. that they can have an even more triumphant ending. Right, because there is horrible stuff with like there's animal cruelty and then like you see them like even Peter's near death. Yeah. It's gnarly, man. It was. I was like, holy crap. Dude, I was like, he should have died. <laughs> he's part planet. It's fine. He's Yeah, he's part, he's part celestial. His ego is just too big. I, he's a comedian. Yay. Yo. Um, anyway. Who uh, shot the comedian? <laughs> it was Joaquin Phoenix. It was Joaquin Phoenix. It was Joaquin. He shot Robert De Niro. Um, the actor. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> uh, th- there was so much stuff. Okay, so. Who was your favorite surprise from this movie? Like that you were surprised you loved so much. Mm. Um, honestly, because I was going in expecting I was going to love Peter. Yeah, but then like some of the characters that, and I knew Rocket was going to be a big deal. Right. I loved what they did with Groot, especially at the end. I love you guys. I loved that. Yeah, which brings on like a whole different question of like. Was Groot only capable of speaking oh. because he went through the... Oh, do you not know what that was? What? It's because we as an audience have spent so much time that we are like the Guardians and that we can understand what he was saying. That's what James put out. So oh! He said, I am Groot. But we, because we spent so much time with Groot, now we understand him. Was that? Isn't that so sweet? Wow. I love okay. it. I love that so much. Okay. Yeah, because I was already spiraling into a whole different thing of like he's only able to speak now because he like died and now he's coming back and he's yeah. evolved and I'm and like now he can no. Speak. no 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 uh-uh. no no we just spent so much time with him that now we understand him. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, it's heavy, isn't it? I was trying to say it's fair enough. Sweet. I wasn't going to say that. But, um, <laughs> I was like, mm. but like I loved Groot a lot in this. Yeah, I but think I he also, took a back seat. Yeah, he absolutely did. Yeah. But like the small moments we got was nice, but like the the standout for me that mm-hmm. I didn't expect was Nebula. I I've loved her and everything she's been in. Yeah. But she had a really nice character arc, especially the Nebula Drax and Mantis relationship mm-hmm. was very special. Right. And I didn't expect that as uh, like I did, especially towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh Drax was a big one for me as well. Yeah, um, I definitely didn't yeah. expect um, Nebula. Um, I, Nebula and Mantis probably mm-hmm. were the two that I was like, oh, I didn't see that necessarily coming. Yeah, because Mantis got a lot to do. Yeah, uh, Drax and Mantis had a lot of to of like character stuff in the holiday special, right? That I do think uh, you could watch this movie without watching the holiday special. Absolutely. The only thing that it so. really establishes is that Peter and Nebula, or not, not Peter and Nebula, Peter and Mantis have a very special sister brother relationship now that they care about each other a lot and reinforces the Drax Mantis relationship that was set up right. in volume two. And, and I, I really enjoy the holiday special. Like it, it was just fun. It was yeah. a good time. There's no like world ending stakes or whatever. It's just fun. Yeah. And they had the guy who played Javelin show up as a bartender, which was great. Mm. <laughs> it's just, just it's Falula. He's in it for some reason. Yeah. Frickin Kevin Bacon here. as an actor, Kevin Bacon, the man, Kevin's bacon was in it. Mm. And so, but like, once you get to this, like the relationship between Mantis and Drax was very sweet. Right. And I really enjoyed the goodbye. 
made me cry very hard. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to lie, because Batista's out here tearing up and stuff, and I was like, Jesus, man. Oh, yeah. The way that Nebula and Drax are going to rebuild a society on nowhere, and, the, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I loved it, was, it. it brings you back to Dog the... Dog days are over. Yeah. The, the thing that um, Nebula talks about to Drax is like, hey, listen... You know, I I don't think you were meant to be a destroyer. I meant think you were made, meant to be a dad. Ugh. And, like, that's... Because that means so much in everything. Because Nebula didn't have a dad. In the dad that she I'm did have... I'm starting to tear up thinking about it. Pulled dude. her apart, put her yeah. back together. Picked a pretty set. And, like... That was a great a joke. Hit my father so, tore them out as a way of torture. He picked a pretty set. But yet, for the fact of like her going through all that and not really having any representation of a what a father figure is supposed to be, and really none of them knowing what a father figure is supposed yeah. to be, and then you know she finds that in one of the simplest you know, in quotations, characters in the movie. And, yeah. like, and they almost don't want to ruin that. Like, even Mantis, like, calls Drax stupid. Yeah. Like, very, very genuinely. And he goes, you think I'm stupid? She goes, oh, no. And then, like, yeah, goes and so, wipes him. Yeah. And then Forget. he's, like, laughing and back to normal. And it's like, but you see that for those three seconds, you see, like, Drax just completely just the airs out of him. crushes him, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I think, I really do think Batista is is an incredible actor. Um, yeah. And I think he did an, a great job with Drax. Um, I think every it, every single actor has really come into their own, including the newcomers in this movie. Yeah. Um, I really liked Cosmo. I oh, loved yeah. Cosmo in this. Yeah. Uh, the, um, and that's the thing that I uh, remembered as the bit joke that uh, comes back. Oh, uh, the good dog. Craglin calls... Um, Cosmo a bad dog because mm -hmm. she got in the way and Cosmo's like nah you didn't mean that and he's like no I did no I really did you're a bad dog Maria then, Bakalova yeah. that's I, I had to look up her name uh, she played um, Borat's daughter in the second one uh, yeah. yeah she she was great yeah she was great and I just love how like that's the execution of the joke that should have happened in the mm -hmm. second movie and, and it was because the Guardians characters are so weird yeah. Like, you, I was taking, it was great because they do, like, a great job with Cosmo mm -hmm. as a character yeah. by, like, being like, yeah, it's a goofy dog. Right. It's it's just a dog. And it talks and thinks, like, how a dog would. Right. Where it's being super dramatic because they were called a bad dog. Yeah. And it's like, and I will never get over it. And yeah. stuff like that. I, like, I loved it. Yeah. Because it was just like, if you gave a dog a microphone. Yeah. And it could talk. It would probably sound like that. Right. It, it was great. Yeah, I, yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah. Seth Green cameo as, as Howard the Duck. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. I love how he just shows up in the random scenes yeah. every movie, it's including like, Endgame. Right. Where he's there for a second with, like, a shotgun. It's like, oh, okay. But, right, <laughs> sure, right buddy. On. Why not? Um, And you know what? What do you think about Will Poulter as uh, Adam Warlock? That's the one letdown. Yeah, you, I don't. Is it because you wanted more. It, yes, it's because I wanted more, and I feel like there was this build up in the second movie. Yeah, and then it doesn't pay off in the third, and that's like that's, fair. that's supposed to be his 
Like, I don't know what James was thinking when he wrote the third film. Obviously, he's trying to juggle a lot of things. But, I, like, yeah. you shouldn't have set that up in the second movie if it's not going to be a big part of the third. Now, to be fair, it was a big part. It, it is, but, but it also isn't. the only setup in the second movie is the ending where it's like, cool, we're going to have a Superman. Right, but and also, it. but also, like, so was Thanos. Thanos was in credit scenes that eventually led to something. But great. it was a lot of buildup for that. Right. But it's not just, I think I'll call him Adam, end of scene. But I think we all know that these in credit scenes are meant to set up things that are going to happen in the next film. Yeah. And it's but, not it's not going to be just some, like, oopsies, unless it's just Nick Fury getting his eye taken out, which a lot of people hated. That's true. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan, but I was like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I personally, uh, he wasn't in it much. Sure. Right. But I really liked him in this. I, I, I really enjoyed him, too. I think it's very, because he, in the comics, he is originally, like, same deal. Like, yeah, they very childish because created, he's, a, he's a baby. Created the perfect human, mm -hmm. and then they're like, or perfect being, I guess. And then, you know, he has all these powers, and they're like, okay, cool, yeah. Like, here, you go out and explore the world. And he, he does, and he becomes a good guy. And it's like. Word. And if you want something that has an unchristlike amount of Adam Warlock in it, play the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah. Have you played it? I played the first bit and then I got bored and then I stopped. Don't do that. Yeah. Go back and play it again. It's first of all a very fun game, mm -hmm. but it's the character work with it mm -hmm. that 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 I love so much because and you know it's like 30 hours maybe 20 something like that. Yeah. But they've recorded so much audio in that thing mm -hmm. that you can talk to the guardians that you're walking around with and like there's no recycled anything. And right. you in like no matter what you do, you just wait around and look at something too long. And they're like, you having a stroke over there? Like, what are you doing? Let's mm -hmm. get going. Like, yeah. it's small stuff like that that is, like, great. And Adam Warlock winds up being one of the biggest parts of the movie or game. Right. And and they do a great job. It's a, it's a different characterization yeah. than is in this. But there's some great stuff in that game. I would recommend that to anybody. Give it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Let it catch its, its feet and then yeah. vie with the game. Yeah. It's a really fun time. Like, okay. I really enjoy that game. Um, but I like, and, and maybe it was different, mm -hmm. the original version of Guardians 3, because I imagine it was going to be a lot different before everything oh, changed sure. and now James is moving to do DC and whatever. There was probably more, and it was probably less focused on a goodbye. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it was a goodbye to this version of the team. Right. And they did a lot, and, and James Gunn confirmed that he wants to see a Guardians 4. And he said that mm -hmm. he's like, as long as they don't try to make it me. He's like, I want to see somebody else bring something. Yeah. And I was like, I vibe with that. And I would right. love to see a Guardians 4 with this team that they set up at the end. Yeah. Because Rocket, Kraglin, Groot, uh, Adam Warlock, and that kid. Um, that child. Yeah, um, that was, uh, which is a very different group, but I vibed with it. I was like. Rock on! It's right? a fun, fun little team. Yeah, um, I would one hundred percent watch that movie, and especially yoked big Groot. Yeah, Frick yeah. let's yeah. go. He looked yoked, dude. Was in originally, jacked. and then he gets super wild. He looks a lot like the original design of Groot. Where that's it's just, what I yeah yeah. Sierra said he looks cool. so different. I was like, well, it act, he kind of looks like that in the, in the comics, comics yeah. pretty much. And she was like, um, oh okay, yeah. So and they keep doing different designs for Groot, which is great because he usually mm -hmm. looks different every time he shows up in a, in a comic. But yeah, uh, like that's original Groot like, was like a walking a walking log. Yeah. So I was I was kind of happy so with how he looks at the weird. end. Um, 
I would even be down to watch like a Ravenger show with that team um, just to see that because that's also like the Guardians 3000. The original yeah. version of the Guardians of the Galaxy were like Starhawk and Gamora and Charlie x and all these guys yeah like all michael of the Rosenbaum. ones yeah yeah michael rosenbaum the actor well i mean yondu was in the original guardians of the galaxy there that's that's not coming back no. um but like all of those characters mm-hmm. that were in the original like 80s version of guardians yeah before the uh the reboot in like 2007 which had like star lord and drax and all those guys yeah um during the annihilation conquest that was right. going on um which I don't know if you saw it during the uh, credits. Whenever the special things came up, it was a bunch of comic writers. Oh, it was really cool. I did not realize that. Let's, I mean, that's James Gunn for you, man. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite musical moment from the movie? Oh, Besides man. No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Yeah. Because that that's good. like the best action sequence in any of the MCU movies. I will yeah. like, and it was, obviously it's a lot of CGI, blah, blah, blah. Right. One shot. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is so tight. Oh, yeah. Frick, man. I loved this movie. It's a lot of stuff's going down. I honestly, I don't think I have a favorite just because I'm getting into that, like, that, like, post-movie yeah. m- forgetfulness of being like, oh, I don't remember any of the songs. Yeah. I And I feel, like, I feel like that's also an issue as well, though, because he, it's, like, is not it? as, well, not an issue, but it's it just strikes me as, like, did they stick as much since I was going and not really thinking about it because I know between the two of us you were yeah. more focused on oh what songs is he going to use or like he well and I've always loved songs. the awesome mix whatever yeah. and I know that uh, have you listened to any of awesome mix volume three no okay well that probably did it because well, I remember us talking about it during right. like the last two but here's the thing though oh boy most audiences aren't going to listen to it Sure, but then, but like, what I'm arguing is you, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. because, yeah, um, because like we would listen to the soundtrack mm-hmm. without the movie, yeah. But for this movie, you didn't do that, no. And I think that's the reason. It's a it, it's a very different soundtrack, which is what's nice well, about all three of 90s them. 90s and early 2000s, yeah. yeah. And, and what that's kind of what's nice about all three of them is all three of them have very different feels. Because mm-hmm. the first one is very much more like 70s kind of energy. And the second one has a little bit more like 80s-ish. I mean, it's got some like older stuff. But like um, but like it's got um, Sam Cooke. There it is. I kept mm-hmm. trying to say Sam Neill, which mm-hmm. I was like, that's an actor. Don't do that. That's a dude. It's got like Sam Cooke and yeah. it's got like Spyglass and like whatever all these other guys. That is, It is a bit more like. Yeah. And then it has like Glenn Campbell. For Southern right. Nights, which is like random country song in the middle of this. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. it works. And it's a very and, and Fleetwood Mac is the mm-hmm. main song with the chain. Yeah. Um and then in this one it is a lot more a lot of the music is a little bit more like yeah, like nineties rock and yeah. slower contemplative like creep was the first song they did, yeah. the acoustic version by Radiohead. Right. I loved that intro, by the way. Yeah. Incredible. Sierra, um, her family's very big. Like, they love that song. Yeah. And they love the original version. Oh. And she's one of those people that's like, if I hear it first and it's a live recording, that's my version. And if you play me the, like, you know, studio recorded version, yeah, I'm not going to like it. Oh. And 
like she heard that and she was like, oh, and I was like, well, don't say that. <laughs> I was, I was like, I it, love that version. I was like, it serves, it serves the, the story. <laughs> it is serving. Um, um, no, I, I loved that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of moments in that were just like nice little musical cues, whatever. Um, having <laughs> the intro mm-hmm. of of Adam Warlock set to crazy on you that boom do 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 as his face gets closer to the screen, I was like, oh, Frank, here we go. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> um, and I I think Dog Days Are Over is one of the best usages. Yeah, uh, at the end, right? Um, and it was just a sweet moment that it was like, yeah, I was crying the whole time at the end. I was like, dang, but it was like it's such a beautiful ending to not kill these characters, but to let them live on and find their happy endings. Yeah, and the legendary Star Lord will continue and return, and I'm very happy about yeah. that. Yeah, very happy about I, that. I wonder if they like they didn't say Adam Warlock was going to return either. Like though, but he will. It's just I think that Guardians team will show up. Again. Yeah, my question is like, where does Peter go from here? That's a great you question. Because like I didn't see. You probably any... only see him in Avengers movies. Is probably what right. it is. But and he had his he did he had his backpack with him, but I didn't see any like of yeah. his gear or guns or anything like that. So it, it raised the question of like, in what capacity are we going to see him? Yeah, you know, is he just going to do the yeah. get the Tony Stark treatment and be like, hey, can I get some stuff? And then they give him stuff, and he's like, "Oh, okay, thanks, guys." Dude, you know what I would kill for? What I would, I want to see that comic book helmet. Lord knows he needed a helmet in this movie. Yeah, um, that was my big thing. He, I miss his helmet so much. That's what me and Sierra both talked about. I was like, I, he didn't have, he didn't have the jacket. You know, no. I no love guns. the guardian suits though. The the guardian suits are really cool, they but I tight. I wish that they all become uniform now. They're not like yeah. their their costumes no longer become unique parts of their character. That's true, but like I think there was, it was nice. It, it shows where the characters are as a team now, that they are, yeah. they have guardians suits that I was like tight, freaking right. cool. Um, but and it's what they had in the comics. Yeah. Um, I really like those guardian suits, man. Those were the, the red and blue frig. That was tight. Yeah. Um, I just wish he had his helmet with like the and I and what I wish they would have done, and I get it because I mean it the movie wouldn't have worked if he had the helmet right but the original helmet is a full helmet right yeah so it's like the one that he has in the movie but it also has the helmet part on top of it Mm -hmm. and it's such a cool look that i love it so much but it's like yeah they just haven't done that yet they he likes having his hair out which i mean is a good look chris pat he's got a nice set of hair i guess it also wouldn't make sense if he had the helmet and he went out into space yeah because in this universe if you have this holographic mask that comes on it you're good yeah but also you can slap on a button and it also happens so it's like okay fine there's a lot of ways to get around it yeah and then also yeah the the really cool spacesuits that they have right i really liked the spacesuits yeah the spacesuits were fun that was a great bit that was a great musical cue it had in the meantime that was a great one right and then uh nathan fillion coming in um how the cameos in this movie yeah i really liked the cameos i did too i liked how they used nathan fillion um in a similar way yeah. they did in the first one, yeah, where he was this a presence fun guy that gets and then, beat the frick out of. Yeah, so that was really cool. Uh, I like seeing Peter kind of like prove himself to Gamora in a way. Yeah, of being like she's into me. Like watch this, and then you know over time she's like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll help you. And it's like knew it. And then he's like, yeah, I'm not that stupid. Anyway, yeah. now he's in their suits, and it's great. Um, uh, I really liked the uh, the James uh, Jennifer Holland cameo james gunn's wife where mm-hmm. she just shows up and gets shot in the leg i was like oh my god yeah it's like <laughs> take that 
all the critics. <laughs> yeah, because like, he's putting her in everything while she's getting shot in the leg. <laughs> like, like, dude, that's what I do. Yeah. Every director does this. Oh yeah, every director puts their friends in the movies. It is so annoying to see a bunch of freaking like terminally online people yeah. getting mad because James Gunn's wife. They never got mad about Michael Rooker. It's pretty right. apparent why they're angry, but like, oh yeah, like it's so annoying because Zack Snyder does it too. Yeah, well, it's nuts because Everyone does it's it. crazy because they those guys have the exact same thing. Like, if those people Ugh. went to work and their best work friend wasn't there, they would yeah. get super sad. Yeah, so it's like okay, picture that, but like an even worse uh, working situation. Yeah, because um, all movies and are hard to work. Stressful. On. Uh, Absolutely. So think of that. And then take your all your friends out. Like, why would you want to do that? And then that? it's like, imagine if you could make a movie and you didn't cast your friends in it. You're kind of a jerk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, professionalism, whatever. But, like, how many movies has Marty made with all of his friends? Marty yeah. Scorsese. He's made a career out of it. Yeah, it's kind of all he does. Yeah. It's, it, his main character is either Robert De Niro or Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. All of his movies. Most of them, yeah. Right. Actually, no, like, almost legit. Almost all of them. Yeah, I think the only one in recent memory I can think of is Hugo and um, Silence. Mm. Yeah, because that one Silence had Adam Driver and Andrew Garfield, and Hugo had children. So, Silence was the um, the one about missionaries. Yeah, in okay. Japan, I think. Yes, I haven't seen it. I haven't uh, seen I've it heard either. it's great. Me too. But like, yeah, Marty is super into Jesus as well. Which you wouldn't tell from his movies. It's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, I love man creators. What is are with cool. these like Christian creators being like, "Nah, I want to do something different." Got to get they it create out the most heinous, like <laughs> like Scott the Five Cop Nights at and, Freddy's. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, like we're jamming people into suits, and this, your eyes are gonna pop out the front of them. <laughs> this guy that kills people. Yeah, children, like, children, it's like, murder. <laughs> what do you eat, children? Like, what do you worship, Jesus? Jesus. Uh, uh, that's a little. Uh, it's like, no, 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 dude, just don't think about it. Goodness gracious. I, I'm excited. I'm probably going to go Tuesday night to go see Guardians again. Yeah. I'm really excited. Get that $8 Order. Tuesdays. Oh, absolutely. We yeah. love the point. Shout out to Stone Theaters in Wilmington, North Carolina. Word. Big fan of you guys. Yeah. Point but 14. Joe. Yes. We already did. Whelmed, overwhelmed, underwhelmed. Just final thoughts on the movie. Anything to say? <sighs> the DCU is in very good hands. That's what I will say. I agree. I I think James Gunn has quickly become one of my favorite writers and directors, and I'm looking forward to going back to see all of his old like trauma stuff and all like like I'm ready to watch Slither. I want to see Super. I know it's going to be way different than what he does now, but I love the way James Gunn writes, and it, it'll be cool to see where he started to versus where he is now. Because like the first movie I saw that was James Gunn's was was Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and I think that was probably the same with a lot of people. I really, mean, you you didn't watch Scooby Doo before? Oh well, I mean he didn't direct it. Oh, well, I, okay. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah I, I saw Scooby-Doo when we right. were kids. I think we watched the second movie, uh, like, rented it and watched it oh, together. Dude, it was I, on repeat. I loved the second one, dude. Yeah. Are you kidding me? The cotton candy bit at the end is hilarious. Yeah. Shout out to James. Um, but I I really, I'm really excited to see James Gunn reinvent himself again mm-hmm. with uh, Superman Legacy because he changes 
every character he writes is different. And even right. by the time we got to Peacemaker, it was way different. Suicide Squad was different. Guardians was different. The holiday special was way different. Yeah. It's just everything has been very fun for, like, James to just write whatever. So I think he he gets the character, he mm-hmm. understands them, and writes the movie around that character, which is very cool. Yeah. And uh, not enough people do that because some people decide they want to change everything about a character to mm-hmm. fit uh, what they want. To write. Right, and and I personally don't enjoy that as much as yeah. just a good story with a good character and bringing that character on a journey. And yeah, the Guardians are different than they were in the comics. I mean, but that's a good adaptation yeah. because it still respects who they are as characters. Oh yeah, uh, and you know, there's small things that are changed, like the the music was never a thing with Peter, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and like he was the son of Jason, a Spartax, not ego, the living planet, but like small things like that doesn't really matter as long as you still get in love and understand the main character. And it works. Yeah. It, it really nailed it. So I it's agree. like, I don't, I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens now. And, uh, I'm going to miss the guardians, man. Yeah. I'm really going to miss these guys. I know we'll see him, probably all of them, again. Yeah, but it, it's point. just sad to, to see him go. To yeah. know that I'm not going to have a James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy 4. Right. That sucks. Yeah. But, guys, that's the show. Is that the show? That's the that's show. That's the show, dude. So, guys, um, all of our links will be in the description for Absolutely. our other shows, our you social medias. Write us a letter so Write we can start letters. doing the letters. Yeah, I, I want to do letters. Please. So many letters. HPE radio letters there at gmail.com. Send us a letter. Gmail. Give us a note. Yeah. Just write a, a review. Tidbit. Like the whatever, you know, do Follow whatever. On Spotify. Do the thing. Um, do the thing. Do the thing. I think we're on uh, Apple. Yeah, Apple, write do us a thing. review. Follow us on Spotify. Please, like and subscribe please, on please, YouTube. Please. Please. Um, please. Please. Yeah. So we'll uh we would love to hear from you. Send some letters in. And guys, we'll see you in approximately Seven rotations. Seven rotations. Big fan.